And welcome back to WTF in Vanadil, Ni Dieu, Ni Metra, with Spicy and the Fox Danger. And today is our first double guesting. We're going to talk about, you know, various things. But before that, let's introduce him. We have the Polka King in the Midwest. You may recognize him from his hit songs, BG Wiki, Wiki Wiki, and Twin Peaks Wiki. It is Funkworks. Howdy, howdy. And our second guest here, his parts may be from Nakatomi Tower, but it is all gemacht in Deutschland. Und he ist hier zum Putzen, Eriks. I like Funk's introduction more. Can I? Can we redo that? No, but hello. I, I actually wanted to call you <laughs> Automatons Gruber, but uh, I kind of just dropped that because things That's fall fine. on my head. You were going to be Automatons I, Gruber. I, I like being a villain. Well, it fits. Thank you. I just couldn't see it through. So, welcome back, guys. Appreciate yeah, it. So. Today we were going to do... Oh, sorry, go. I can't believe you invited me again to this podcast. You must be desperate. <laughs> it's just your accent. No comment. Well, can't blame you. I make the spices go crazy. It's like a Beatles concert. They just start screaming. But today we were going to do an open-ended topic on essentially... I mean, some stuff we've covered before, uh, murking and multiboxing. We don't want to rehash that, but it is directly tied into the idea of the community and an open-ended thing on third-party tools and everything that goes along with that, interactions, essentially the Vanadil Society. Open-ended meaning there's no outline really this time. Yes, Funk is sweating in his boots here. He can't handle the lack I of really am. He, He's, you know, the anxiety is off the charts for Funk. Does that mean you're going to cut him off after 19 minutes? It's basically basically tradition these days now. Yeah. Yeah, only Funk has to leave. Excellent. Yeah. I mean, um, that's that's really sad to hear. Going to have Google set a timer for 30 minutes. That's it, Funk, you're out. So, Should have played a better job. Instead of starting off with Fox and I, how about... How you doing, Funk? Doing good. Been playing the game a little more lily. I've been uh, taking up fishing. Don't ask why. I've been... Fishing, fishing in game, or are you fishing in, like, you know, Flint, Michigan? No, I'm in game. I want that uh, mastery rank eight, but then I look on the auction house thread and I see the guy with all jobs mastered and he's still rank seven, and then I cry a little bit. How do you know it's not just all the quests that you might have done that he hasn't done? Well, he's done quite a lot. He's done quite a lot more ROEs as well. Like, I'm at almost 1,050. He had 1,075, so I think it's going to have to be... Every job mastered, and honestly, but we'll see. I don't even have the ranking because, you know. Okay, Eric's, how are you? Hopefully more exciting than ranking. I'm, Come on, Funk. Rank? That's what you're chasing? Well, fishing, I mean, you know. Something. Sorry. I'm sitting here fishing it. right now. <laughs> sorry, Eric. It's something different to do. You don't always have to always follow the same pattern. This is true. I mean, that's true. Just because it's not for everyone doesn't mean I should put it down. That's right. That's true. Well, back to more important topics. I'm doing fine. Thank you. <laughs> you just put it down. Hey, you, I, you called me a villain, so... Or I called myself a villain, so I'm going to play the role. You should just... You know, if you could change your name on Auction House, would you pick Automatons Gruber? I totally would. It's, it's the closest Thank thing you. to Hans, but, you know. Well, I, I, like I would probably... Nodding suggestively is spicy at this point. Well, I would probably make it turn into some sort of pun combining Automaton and Eric's and Gruber or Hans. But I'd, I'd have to think about it. Automatons. would have to be a masterpiece. Automatons group, as long as it fits. Tons. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's good. That's what I've been saying. Okay, then I just misheard you or misunderstood you. 
So um, I guess I need to cozy up to Rooks. Rooks? Oh, that was, it took me a second there. I'm like, who's he talking about? Rooks? Rooks? Ah, well, doesn't matter. Either way. Oh, wait, for an actual title change? Uh, maybe, yeah. maybe, we'll, maybe we'll, we'll look into that one. I'll, I'll bother him, maybe. Okay, well, how are you, Fox? Well, I'm doing pretty good. Um, just kind of going through the, the day-to-day in-game. Looks like Group starts, wants to uh, start up Dynamis again, so we're going to do some four Corsman strats to try to crush statues. They actually wanted me to invite you to it, um, see if you and Kara wanted to come along. But I said that you guys probably have your own way of doing the, the whole gill thing for Statue Crusher, but at least I put it out there. Carrot's going to come up in this episode, and then we're going to have to have a discussion in real life. <laughs> and get wrecked. Yeah. But other than that, it's been fine. We're just plugging away at the whole Odyssey thing, um, getting all our clears done. We're about to start the um, V10 and V15 Tier 3s. Uh, group's been doing pretty well. We actually had a hell of a time with uh, the Raska Rastov niche or whatever. Rastov. Um, yeah, that awful pitcher plant. Um, it really gave us some trouble. It's the only one that we actually failed at twice, and uh, it was just due to timeout. Um, but we eventually came up with a strat to to throw out the maximum number of magic bursts, and then we just kind of blew them down with magic. Called it a day. But other than that, um, about done with uh, Burking. I'm actually kind of excited to redo some sets for that sword. Uh, just that's a another thing. <laughs> I, have to, I have to hear about this Excalibur thing from Carrot all the time. She's like, I made that weapon because Fox said it was good. And I'm like, well, honey, do you understand how to use it? Well, Fox said it was good. Why wouldn't you just I go <laughs> to understand about shield block rates and how you have to use that weapon? You can't just throw it on and be stupid. Well, yeah. uh, it's really poop. And I'm like, well, <laughs> it's really just poop is what she says. So can- It's great for her O-chain. It's probably less good for her pre-win. But I don't think she uses a pre-win, probably. I don't ask. I just, I, I think the Excalibur thing is lost on a lot of people. So as good as you or I may see it, or as unnecessary, like Martel doesn't need to use it because he's got his, he, he really thinks his build's yeah. out, so he doesn't need to. But for the vast majority of people, they could definitely benefit from having it. And it is not hard. It's certainly a lot easier than making Burt. It is. Um, honestly, getting a Cat Brilliance is a lot easier than making Burt, too. And that actually works better with your pre-win. Um, I just know that a lot of people try to jam O-Chain into a lot of their block into a lot of their block sets because they just have to use that shield for some reason. Um, so Excal generally edges out a little bit ahead because of the flat block rate instead of the uh, shield skill. But that's just reprisal stuff that you know I'm not going to go down that road. But it's uh, really math oriented. And so I realize as our first four way episode here, since we've now moved from three ways and we're into a swingers club of four people, it's going to be a bit of a learning curve between each person. From the start right on, I knew it was going to be a thing, but I think we can do it. Clusterfuck, if you will. Clusterfucks can be fun. I believe in you guys. Thanks, man. Sometimes. It'll be all right. So we got mail, Spicy? Yes, we do have mail. And nobody cares how I am. (laughs) Well, how are you doing? Ah, uh, you don't want it. No, um... See, there you go. <laughs> so, I am copacetic. Uh, last night, Carrot said something very nice to me. We're talking about um, honeymoons and where we want to go, and uh, I want to go to this Airbnb in Lambertville, New Jersey, since no one's going anywhere right now. Lambertville is across the bridge from New Hope, because everything's across a bridge in Jersey. It's a, you know, falling off the world here. Uh, and that's also across from Peddler's Village, and I've not been to any of those three places, so I think a colonial-style um, house 
that we would rent for a few days and just, you know, go out to this winery over there, go to breweries, go do whatever, go to Peddler's Village. And uh, that'd be very fun. Originally, it was going to be like uh, the Wolverton Inn, which is like a fancy colonial era bed and breakfast, bougie kind of place. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, why am I paying $400 a night before food or anything else like that just to stay in like some private little room kind of thing? And I, I mean, they have sheep and everything. I'm like, oh, there'd be sheep outside the window. I'm down for that. And there's bike riding and everything. I got to go rent the bikes for $30 for half, you know. I and mean, when you start looking at every little nickel and dime, it's like, I would just be happier getting something like an Airbnb in like a very swank kind of place and just doing it on my own, which is what I typically like to do. And she'll just come along for the ride like she always does. So that's that. And, uh, you know, so she says very nice things to me like, you know, I like you a lot. And I go, why do you like me? And she goes, well, because you're very smart. And I go, well, how am I smart? She goes, because you, you know, you, you, you're smart, but you're also an idiot. You, you say dumb things. So I think that's called being an idiot. I go, so am I smart or am I an idiot? You know, that, that's basically my life there. So that, that's how I am. Otherwise, just typical things, trying to finish the Dragoon Guide not trying to join the Odyssey pugs because they're terrible, not trying to make one because I'm busy working on things. The Dragoon guy's basically done. I'm looking at the Blue Mage one and everything else and reading bits of philosophy here and there because nothing helps you understand the world you live in than trying to be philosophical about it. And cooking. Yes, for the spicing with Ryan there. I have. <laughs> I'm not satisfied with my waffle recipe that I put in the discord i pinned it in there in the what the food i don't use recipes really if that makes sense like i'll get an idea i'll look at recipes to get an idea but you know i just kind of wing it all the time and it usually comes out pretty good so we're getting like a buffer of episodes before you release the first one because i'm still waiting <laughs> it's on only you know what was it i think ron burgundy came back and instead of only fans it's only foods or something it's just it, the, the meme keeps warping and changing to something else we better drop your link then Oh, hashtag the, the other day I made those scallops and that was really good. I forget what I even Spicy. did. What? If you mess up a recipe, do you call it spicing with nine? <laughs> Sorry, I promise. Channel now. It doesn't. It doesn't spice them with no. It'd be spicing with nothing. So it'd be what spicing. Uh, Living up to that promise. Yeah, I promise. Nine puns and I'm delivering. Uh, so speaking of delivering, we have some mail delivered here. Um, so basically, we had that person couple weeks ago where they said that you know i'm a low pop server what job do you think i should be i used to play bard with have horn harp yeah the guy i used to play bard and have horn and harp that guy so i yeah. sent them back an email and then he never responded for a week and then he listened to our episode and instead of answering the email he just answered again to the episode so i'm guess we're only talking to him through podcasts now okay uh, so the email was here. Follow up from the last week. Oh, wait, Fox, do you want to read this one because you do a better job or am I going to stumble and fumble my way through this one? It's, it's debatable. Okay, fine. Follow up from last week. Thank you for your answer. I listened to the Secret Blue episode a couple of days ago and decided to go with it and maybe we'll work on Beast on the side. This time, I'm interested in getting into the mathy side of stuff and would like to know how an interested player slash listener can start working on a specific spreadsheet or what are the tests to run for a spell or a weapon skill. I know BG has most of the information, but but Blue Magic has a banner stating it contains outdated info. Thank you for your reply in mail and in podcast last time. Have fun. I put that banner there. 
I finally know why so, he's called the Fox Danger, because that voice is doing dangerous things to me. Yeah, so it's the <laughs> ASMR. Like the next so Morgan Freeman. What, what's up with this banner? I don't remember seeing much about it, but I haven't really looked up the it's formula. Just, it's a template that exists from Funk and our tenure there, where pages that were outdated, there's just a banner template that you just stick there. It just You put template in little squiggle brackets there. I don't know what they're called. I never remember. There's an actual name for them. I never remember. And it just puts a thing on the page that says the uh, whoops or danger. This page contains outdated information. And it's because the Blue Magic page used to contain the correct information, but what is it, maybe seven years ago now? SE changed how attack, you know, before attack didn't factor into Blue Magic, and now it does. So okay. the calculations are different. The formulas are different now. They may be very minor changes, but the numbers, and, and on top of that, only information on the 75 spells was there. So there was certain, if I'm, I haven't looked at the page in years, but if I'm recalling correctly, there was, a sort of stat cap or some nonsense, um, particular just the blue magic that applied to each spell. Oh no, it was a damage cap. Each one had like a certain damage in its blue magic calculation cap, and that was particular for each one. I don't know if they even got rid of that or just raised the cap in it significantly. I, it might just be the cap was raised significantly because if you do, like, me, you're super buffed up and do a super chain affinity or is a lower synchro drill, it's not dramatic damage like your weapon skill is. So. That doesn't that doesn't sound too different from like when, what it's like when you're at attack cap. Uh, so I mean, if we're now factoring, if I'm understanding that correctly, if if we're now factoring attack into the scenario here, like we're probably getting um, cap situations where we're dealing with attack cap. Then right? Yeah, there was already a damage cap in some part of the formula for blue magic, if I'm mm-hmm. going to recall correctly, and I'm probably not. But there was a cap along the lines of that. So what I'm saying they, is very similar to the actual thing. From a a formulaic standpoint, this is. For anyone listening, this is not how it is, but but what I would assume SE did before is they imposed a an artificial PDF cap. Like they just imposed a limit in there, and that's probably how that formula worked. Um, but now with attack mattering more, they probably just like released the upper limit on that from what it sounds like. Because that, that, that yeah. should be the only way that this should work. Yeah. Probably. But, you know, there was no information on any spells after 75 and everything like that. And I not only am not you know, inclined enough to go do that research and not savvy enough with the math for that to make it happen. But no one else was making it happen even when I try to ask and make people do it. And so it's just been so, outdated for years. It's kind of a almost a useless page at this point. Well, that, that's all, that's kind of what I was going to touch on, actually, because like as a Blue Mage who's starting to be more proficiently Blue Mage than he was before, um, I found that I actually really care about gearing the magic side of a lot of these spells. But the physical side of these spells, I actually don't use nearly often enough. And that's because I don't have to make like a lot of self skill chains with myself or, you know, use Flux or chain affinity or anything like that. So I think if I did that more often, I would care more about the physical side, but I typically just don't need it. Um, I really. think the physical side is really useful for Azur lore if you're soloing something and need to buff up your damage dramatically because you can just keep skill training off yourself. The problem also being it. that it's 30 fucking seconds. And it should be three minutes, like overdrive or something is three minutes. It should definitely be for how underwhelming that is probably, I don't want to say it's the worst one hour in the game because someone will be like eagle eye shot, you know, or something ridiculous <laughs> like that. But <laughs> oh, eagle eye shot pretty bad. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> it's not aged well. Eagle eye shot is very fixable by adding gear. Azor lower is not. You have to add ability to the timer because you can only cast a certain number of spells you might get like three off and weapon skills off maybe four if you're really lucky and fast but i mean is is three weapon skills 
or three spells to close a weapon skill with a skill change or something? Is that really, you know, anyway. So I'm going to attempt to answer his question, like the actual question he's asking about, like the mathy side of stuff. And maybe someone can also like, you know, put their input into it as well, um, who we have on here. But as far as like approaching math, you're either a math person or you're not. Um, you, right. You'll either be interested by those formulas or you, you won't be. You won't find it fun at all. And really, you, you hit your own nail on the head. Like, you know that BG has access to the info and a car drives by really quickly at my window. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's BG loading. Uh, yeah, that, that's B, that's BG loading in in their uh, their race. It's in the slow days. So you're right. The the main page of the update is actually pretty slow on mobile for me at least. On desktop it's not a problem, but on mobile or something it's, it seems like it's a long load time, especially for the recent changes page. I don't know. So when approaching a spreadsheet, it depends on how familiar you are with with Excel. Like you can start on your own. You want to make sure that certain cells reference whatever your variable is, and then you want to make sure that all of the math points to that cell. I'm going to assume he so, meant the spreadsheets, not a spreadsheet. Well, working on a specific spreadsheet, then, if he's just going to use spreadsheets that already exist, well, just plug in the values where they need to go and, you know, pat yourself on the ass and call today. Like, to, Well, to me, on. when I hear it, too, um, since he wants to run a test for a spell or weapon skill, the spreadsheets aren't going to, I mean, maybe for weapon skill, damage theoretically they'll cover it but they're not going to cover that and in terms of testing unless you're trying to trying to find a formula i mean we went over before last episode about laden salutes uh you know it's got two elements to it where it checks yeah. your stat against the mob stat and then your magic attack so you have multiple things to balance out there to get optimal damage that's going to change for each mob uh so i mean maybe it's if it's like a nuke or something that's not going to really change much but if it's like a weapon skill like that a hybrid yeah. or magical then yes so work on your commanding the mastery of that formula itself and how all the variables fit because then you can actually apply it to all these different scenarios later like knowing how the formula works is key you don't really have to worry too much about the the rest of the stats as long as you know when you plug something in this is what you expect to get out on the other side you can kind of get an idea of how that variable changes and how your damage changes based on the level or difficulty or defenses of your target and really that's the most unconfusing way i can do it but just go in you know use bg for what i use it for and just learn formulas if you're interested in math and just go for it man and you've lost them fox you killed them with your math right okay i haven't so done any math but i've still killed them anyway i don't know the formula at all for any of these i don't need to eric's funk do you know the formulas for the weapon skills and stuff you use or do you just kind of use them not by heart but i look them up frequently yeah, not off the top of your head. I mean, you don't memorize anything off the top of your head, basically. But um, well, I, mean, I kind of follow it for the most part. I mean, there's it's there's it's different to look at the FTP of a weapon skill and the modifiers and be like, yeah, that's what I need to focus on uh, in no uncertain terms of what the weapon skill does. But another thing to be like, what's the 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 calculation here in order for you know the mob defense, my attack, you know, my FTP, and you know, I don't do, do you guys know that? Because even if you look it up, but I mean. Okay, here's the difference, I think. If I look it up, I don't know how to reason with it properly. I understand what I'm trying to accomplish and how to make sense of certain elements of it, which helps me overall succeed. But in terms of actually understanding how the car works, I can change the oil, I can put in some stereo equipment, but I can't repair the car if it breaks down and I can't make the car, is I guess what I'm going to get out here since I'm always making car analogies. And I think Fox can can you know build the car here. So can you guys build cool. the car? Probably think, uh, not. I, I can't just build like a car. Yeah. Well, I mean, just just master a category at a time. Eric should be able to build cars. You know, 
you, it's kind of your nation's thing. All stereotypes. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Were you too angry in your voice and how you sound to understand that one? Yes. Just because <laughs> I'm a villain doesn't mean I have I don't have feelings. <laughs> well, I think it is unique though how much math matters in this game compared to other newer games. Like it makes you think about. More than just, okay, I need this piece to do this thing. You know, you have to, if you you think about it and figure out what you need to make yourself better, it really does pay off. Yeah, for sure. I will say I understand more now, but yeah. Well, I mean, along like with what Funk's saying is uh, this game is one of the few games where we have a horizontal progression. And with most games, just having a vertical progression, it's very easy to know like what piece of gear is better because it just simply has higher stats. Um, We have a lot of comparative analysis when it comes to horizontal so I can understand people asking a lot of these questions, but a lot of times the answers boil down to going back to actually just looking up the formulas and how they work. And that's just part of this game if you want to get to that level of mastery. And overall, it's all, it all really does depend on if the stats and gear are actually correct in our translations. <laughs> yeah, the the plus 150 magic accuracy on the uh, Naomi pants. Yeah. Oh, so good. All right. Well, I think we're uh, I think we're pretty solid on that email. I was yeah, I was actually pulling up the if you because. I think something that also confuses people too, to know on certain terms, besides understanding the terms, is when you go to a weapon skill page, like let's say evisceration, and I think the critical hit rate there is kind of assumed, I think in certain parts, I think it was tested or SE said something, but it's assumed, at least Vorpal Blade is also assumed, no one tested Vorpal Blade, maybe evisceration was tested, but when you go to a page like CDC, it was properly tested, it has an FTP of 1.6328125, and... Yes, that's. I'm gonna say that was proth testing, without even. Let me see if it's down here. And yes, it was proth testing. So proth discard. So the uh, the remainder on that. Uh, I I mean clearly we're not working with sig figs here, but uh, a lot of that actually gets floored in a lot of formulas. So it's it's cool that you have like the exact number, but how much your math is going to vary by like the last three digits of that number is probably very minute. So I really like how specific that answer is, but it doesn't help a lot of people who are like looking at it and they're like, man, I already am not good at fractions because I'm not a math person, but now I'm looking at a decimal that's at least, you know, trailing six numbers long. And, you know, I, I, I'm just not going to deal with this right now. Fox so sometimes that, less is more. Fox looks at that number and you hear... Vroom. Yeah, man. I actually just had a motorcycle go by my window. It would have been perfect if I had that lineup. Some say it's the same vehicle. <laughs> Okay, so how do we get into this? Do we do we start with a segment, or what do we? How do we get into this topic here? Since we've, I mean, we've not really had an open-ended topic. We've had kind of winging it. We've had talking points or discussions or questions, but I mean, how do we how do we get in here? Let's establish a baseline. So we're going to talk about like third-party tools within the society, right? So what do we each, or how do we each quantify? You know, what crosses the line? I guess that's a good place to start. Well, yeah. Um... I'll let Funko first with this one. Well, I mean, what, what crosses the line for you with third-party tools, Funk? Well, I think that the mindset of people are, okay, this game is almost 20 years old. I want it to be a new game. So there you go. You can get a mini-map because all new games have a mini-map, right? So then we start with the mini-map. Then we start with things like uh, Tea Party, which is actually already implemented in the game itself. You know, they have those things that are added, you know? And... But like back in the day, we was we all thought Windor was like the voodoo devil, and you can't touch it. You could get banned right away. They're gonna know you're doing it. But I think that anything as far as automation by beyond 
like above and beyond is definitely against the TOS and I don't think should be done. But things like gear swap technically is automation, but gear swap should be part of the game as it is. And obviously it can be done because they made the delay for Beastmaster so low that one update. So it's like, I think that any kind of automation is definitely not okay to use, in my opinion. Okay, so it seems like you draw the line in automation. I think that could be, I mean, if we get into it, there's going to be a couple things I don't agree with. But um, I just off the top of my head, I think automation is really where I draw the line. I think the significance of automation matters. In my gear swap, when I get stunned, slept, petrified, it puts on a full DT set. The DT.derp, it's just, you know... It's only for that instance, and it takes it off when you're no longer those things. And that's you know, that's automation, but I don't see that. Well, well, I think it's too far. It, Just push the button. It, it can be like while that's the topic right now. Even I got carried away the other day when I was helping Spicy with um, some uh, some code that he wanted for for the Puplua. Yeah, like, that would have been a good I, thing I to put in my in my how you doing? Work on a Puplua. Yeah. But I was just helping him with a uh, with a toggle that, that wanted to appear, and he wanted it based on like the state of his puppet, right? This is real com- real basic stuff. Just a just a um, a variable toggle. It wasn't even like switching gear at this point or anything. It was just a variable that changes. It was and my puppet. I just dies immediately out of the mode. Yeah, I just immediately which went into full tunnel vision and was like, you know what? It would be really cool if this also just resummoned your automaton automatically if you know you you lost it at some point, so that that way you wouldn't have to like fuddle around with a bunch of stuff. And then, like, I, I take a step back and I look at this code and I'm like, you know, this is probably not something I would want in the game for myself. Yeah, I don't want that but, for myself. Anyone else? But it's it's I mean, really easy to get lost down that road, though, for anyone who's excited about, you know, the, the beauty of automation. You know, you may not use it yourself, but you may still really like it. And I, I guess that line could blur for people if um, they end up, like, if, if, if they like it, they, they want to, like, challenge themselves with it. And then, like, they just take it a step too far. And I think that's where I personally would draw the line. I don't know. So when I was mentioning gear swap, I was specifically mentioning changing gear sets for weapon skills. Well, gear swap can get significantly automated for that. Yeah, so things. I wanted to clarify what I meant as far as too far. Okay, so you just want it to be, I'm in my my engage set, and then I want to switch it for weapon skills and call it a day. And... If I weapon skill, it should be able to switch because that's how it was with window or macros, and that's what I used to use. Okay. But as far as changing your stances, just push a button, and you can go cycle through some stances. I think that's not that bad. Well, yeah, I mean, you're still manually controlling that. Exactly. I, yeah, that. That's why I agree with it. That's why I do. I just wanted it where if I'm in my pet or pet hybrid TP sets on pup and the pet dies, just automatically take me out of it. I don't want to sit there and press a button twice to get back to my original one. Just take me out of it back to the first one. I mean, that's that's not even really automation as far as I see it, but that's an automatic adjustment within the gear swap. Okay. Because automation so, to me, sorry, would be to, you know... um Something that I was about to ask. generally comes up a lot with multi-boxing would be automation. Um, not necessarily send, but if you have a certain TP threshold and aftermath's on weapon skill, it'll be a mode someone has on auto weapon skill or auto item for if you get silenced. If buff gains silence, then automatically do this. And you put so much automation into it. I'm automatically using echo drops, even though there's already an add-on for that. I'm automatically... Now that I see a problem with automatically using echo drops, I wouldn't do it because it tends to backfire more often than ever be helpful. I just have a a macro, a keybind, so it's essentially a macro without being a macro to just hit Alt-E and use an echo drop. That's I prefer that anyway, even though I accidentally hit it sometimes, but I prefer it that way. But when so you start an ex- doing... extension of the interface then. So like our interface is limited to like the macro palettes, right? But when you do a keybind, that just extends the user interface into something that's a little more manageable, a little more modern. 
Yeah. You still have to do something to make it do something in response. Yeah. yeah, exactly. The farthest I go with automation and the line I will not cross beyond is automatic dual wield or martial arts sort of tiers in a Lua. That's full on automation and it's imperfect. And ultimately, since it's imperfect, it's up to me to monitor it, not that anyone would or bother. But that's, just, that's the line that I don't cross that line. I will do automatic dual wield tiers and that is it. Anything else beyond that to me is is too much. Okay. What about you, Eric? Well, um, I have pretty much the same stance. I don't like automation at all. Uh, but you have an automation. Actually, well, yeah, that that's the best kind of automation. So I don't actually need any <laughs> gears for automation. Now, but uh, I really I prefer doing everything manually. Like I don't I don't, I don't want uh, anything uh, performing any actions without me having done something to trigger that. So I actually have like probably close to 100 or maybe 150 keybinds on my keyboard just to, for different macros and stuff like that, uh, which that isn't t- uh, technically possible without Winter, but... Um, like 150? I mean, yeah, I have like at my numpad, I have uh, I have it bound to uh, directly perform stuff like, um, for example, uh, one on the numpad is my fire maneuver on Puppet Master, and I also have uh, switches with like um, the Windows key plus one for um, I don't know, sub-job abilities and stuff like that. And uh, so, so I have basically everything manual just by with, by macroing it. And I do the same thing with Puppet Master. Like, automatons don't really work well with gear swap, so that suits me just fine. I just do all my enmity and weapon skill swaps manually. But aside from automation, I also don't like any kind of add-ons that circumvent uh, game mechanics, like Anchor. So that's pretty much my stance in that. That's so you basically out. have like a glorified macro palette on your across your whole keyboard. Yeah, you know I'm picturing you now. Eric's is like Flock of the Lens, uh, the keyboardist from Rammstein. Just you, just like sitting there with 150 keybinds, just on a treadmill, just hitting all these things and like standing backwards and hitting all these buttons just everywhere. I don't know how I you mean, remember all that. I mean, I often don't. I re- really often misfire my macros, which can get uh, me into sticky situations, but. As long as I use them regularly on jobs I play often, it's fine. But uh, it's really nice. Like uh, I like I prefer playing this way, and uh, I wouldn't be able to do that with the in-game macros. I think I don't think there would be enough space, and I don't think I could switch the palettes to that easily. So yeah, I think that's going to be the recurring theme before we get to Fox's lines here. Even though I think <laughs> I mean I could certainly say there's other lines I have like JA zero way past the line. GM yeah. flag, that's a bit past the line. Well, it's definitely past the line, but I find JA0 to be a lot more past the line than a GM flag. I don't think that people should arbitrarily be able to just, oh, I don't like running into stuff, remove collision. You know, that's that's ridiculous. There gets to a certain point where you're not playing the game as it is anymore. You're more just like a kid looking at a cheat code book and putting whatever cheat you can in infinite life, infinite whatever, and just <laughs> running around the world. And you're like, you're not playing the game anymore at that point. You're just fucking around. So, I mean, beyond that, I don't like... Anchor is definitely absolutely a no. That was, I said before in an episode, what, you can't handle the game mechanics? How pathetic are you? I mean, that's essentially, if you can't handle knockback, why are you bothering to play? So when I see people gathering a group of mobs and they, you know, for, let's say, your blue strat, and something happens or they need to have JA0 or collision, the whole point, 
the drawback of pulling all these mobs so you can get more points is the risk involved. You're going to have more collision. You're not going to be able to run if things surround you. That's part of the risk. You don't get to just eat your cake and have it too. Oh, I want to have all the rewards, but none of the risk. Get rid of collision. Get me. I want to be able to not be locked by animation when I'm trying to cast and run around all this stuff. You know, that's you're not playing the game at that point. You're just cheating. I mean, you're playing it, but you're just yes. absolutely flat out cheating at this point. It's not quality of life. You are just cheating. So I think that's that's actually where my perspective comes in. And I'm glad Eric's mentioned something about that, because until he said something about like the the difference between like cheating and quality of life, it's kind of what he was getting at. Um, the the automation and the, the stuff that takes it beyond what it should function as is is where people don't know where to draw that line. So there is a difference between cheating and quality of life. And that's actually a line that I skate very blurrily when I play the game. Um, and I choose not like okay so my my official stance on most cheating is that i honestly don't care if it goes on i just don't play with those people simple as that um when i i approach alua for example i approach it with the mindset of am i going to improve the quality of life while maintaining strictly how the game mechanics themselves so when someone uses something like anchor or fill mode or something like you are directly interacting with a mechanic that's in this game that's set up as a particular barrier for a reason. It doesn't matter how inconsequential that barrier is sometimes. We don't come with the ability to see through walls. We don't come with the ability to move when using weapon skills and job abilities asterisks. Like there are ways to circumvent that using game mechanics. Like you can blink and make that happen. But uh, basically there, there are some things that are set up with that in mind. Like it, it's difficult because that's the case. Like let's look at uh, the key fight from Omen, uh, KEI. Because uh, I can't. Every kiss begins with K. With K, yeah. So let's look at that fight. There are a lot of people who just use J zero on that fight and, and send their samurai at it and call it a day because they're just going to be able to slip and slide their way out of there, and that is specifically circumventing the mechanic of that fight. Um, that that boss has that move, dancing fullers, because it's supposed to be dangerous that you're that you're pushing that threshold, and it re completely removes that danger if you just J zero away. You know, I've gone on rants about why fill mode should shouldn't exist. And that that is just blatantly cheating. It's really um, not useful. I know you always go, well, it doesn't matter yeah. if it's useful or not. We don't come. You're absolutely right. We don't come with the ability to see through walls. I see it as the smallest of the sins of crossing the line, honestly. But you are right. So usually, though, when when I come to like gear swap, because that's been a major topic that we've talked about. Um, when I write code for like hooks and gear swap and stuff, because I I am I have a, quite a bit of programming experience. Um, I take it from the stance of what is going to improve the UI of this game? So, for example, Eric said that he bound um, the maneuvers to different keys on the numpad. 150 keys. 150 keys, right? So when I take a look at it, and I decided to do my Puplua, um, I decided to set up a system that, based on the actual like puppet that I have, um, I would have a toggle. Again, this is manual interaction, like Funk was talking about. I have a, uh, a toggle that sets like a certain kind of mode, whether it be offense or defense with that puppet puppet mode. And then based on what maneuvers I have available, I only have to hit a single maneuver key and it puts up the three most common maneuvers as long as I have this enabled. Some would say that that is cheating. Some would say it's not. Um, the only reason that I say it's not is because I manually control it like a clutch. Um, I have to enable this mode and all, all I'm doing at the end of the day is just saving myself macro space. Yeah. So I'm, I'm achieving the same result, right? I don't have a problem but, with that. It's the same but thing here, here's where it can get gray though. Thing. Well, here's where it can get gray though. Um, I have a, uh, a code in my white mage uh, 
my uh, my white mage Lua uh, that I wrote, where I will actually toggle through all the different uh, status debuffs that are possible. And if I cast with that active, it'll automatically use Divine Caress. It's called Auto Caress. Yeah. Um, I, I put that in there. And some say that that is, you know, unacceptable. But let's look at how the Bard Lewis handle PM Missimo, though, because it's built exactly out of that code. And I mean, th- this is where it becomes gray. Like, where where is that line? Like, people are generally okay with auto PM Missimo. You know, yeah, it's just you should be because it is not. See, if you have. But I'll call myself you... out. Like, how is auto caress that much different, though? It's not any different than using gear swap at this point because. It, the problem people could have with gear swap is it gives you an unfair advantage over you know people who don't use it. If we have to, I don't want to use vanilla too much in this because it's it's kind of it's kind of a platitudinal phrase at this point. It's almost you know annoying to hear vanilla so much now. Yeah, but people who don't use gear swap, yes, there's absolutely a definite advantage that you cannot match from gear swap, assuming that you you know use it well or have things in there appropriately. Uh, some people, you know, lose their <laughs> interests when they use gear swap and they're worse than vanilla players. <laughs> um, right. Nonetheless, at that point, having auto maneuvers, auto runes, auto anything, especially because you have to control those things, auto caress, those don't give you a competitive advantage. There's no advantage to having the maneuver lined up. You could have changed your macro or had a number of macros for caress or anything like that, or you'd still do the same thing. It's not a competitive advantage there. There's no competitive advantage to having maneuvers on your puppet. Yeah, and especially the pianissimo thing. Like, what's the difference of you hitting a separate macro that has like an extra line for pianissimo before the song versus just hitting um, a song directly and it automatically using pianissimo uh, for casting on somebody? Just saves you macro space in the end. It's not like uh, Anchor or uh, React that just let you, uh, play the game for you. Basically. So there's definitely a difference here mm-hmm. between quality of life, um, improving UI, which we'll put under quality of life here, and competitive advantages, and then flat out cheating. So I don't this, see this is why I brought this up though. Yeah, like when people look at it from a quality of life standpoint. Yeah, all those things that I mentioned are technically doing things automatically, right, based on an input. But then what happens with these people a lot of the time is they'll go, well, you know, it's quality of life for me to do one less keystroke to divine caress. What if I have to send one less command and I just do something, you know, on one of my alts that I would just have on buff up buff wise all the time? You know, what if I just make them automatically reroll rolls? You know, you're not actually hitting anything at that point. But it's just a mundane thing. And this is where it starts to become like a slippery slope. It's it's like it's yeah, one it's, less. That's been the theme of the whole episode so far. Yeah, yeah. And and I just I want to bring this up because it's it's no, a difficult it's topic to approach. And and it's it's what a lot of people contest and argue about when they talk about, oh, well, your your windower is not vanilla, so everyone's cheating. So I get to automatically farm mushy. Well, absolutists are ridiculous. You know, they're no yeah. different than being fucking Amish. It's ridiculous. So Absolutism has no place in anywhere in life. There's no absolutes. Everything is multiple shades. There's no dichotomy to life. That is an outdated, ancient notion that there is left and right. There is definitely more than black and white. So it's an imperfect defense for something that you know is wrong. Because a lot of times people won't use that defense unless they know what they're doing is wrong. What funk? I'll go back to the wire mode. Um, wire film mode. Film mode, yeah. So I admit that it is nice to use that Nizol, but if you t- spam tab enough, you basically can't target shit through walls. Then just so like, yeah, 
So I think that's definitely, definitely, obviously cheating. You're not supposed to have X-ray vision. I didn't, I didn't mean just use film mode. Then I meant just alt tab. Not alt tab. Yeah, quit the game. Fucking <laughs> close your game. Alt tab out. No, you should be watching can't... YouTube anyway. <laughs> just only if you're not using Windows. You should be watching Twitch. Oh boy, it's gonna come up sometime. I avoided it. I could have started with a segment on it, but so because... what, what do you what do you actually feel about uh, about film mode though, uh, Funk? I do use it myself when I'm farming Azul because I can essentially just tab like crazy. I can find stuff through walls. I can target it. If that wasn't possible, then I wouldn't use it because obviously you can target with it. Not the same. Okay. Film mode lets you target literally... things you weren't going to really target with tab. You might do it occasionally, but film mode lets you do it directly. No, I, I, you can do it all the time. Yeah, but if, if you have film mode on and you're targeting things, it's a lot easier to target those things. If you're up to a yes. wall and tab, you're not going to get the thing directly behind the wall. But if you put film mode on and tab, you're going to get directly the thing behind the wall and you're targeting. Well, if you move your camera just enough, you can get it behind the yeah, wall. Yeah, then, I mean, the argument becomes, well, then why don't you just move your camera? Why do it? Because it's still, it still gives you that advantage. It, just because it's possible without it. I mean, that's a fair enough argument to blunt it a bit, but it doesn't change the fact that it is. I personally don't care about film mode. I will concede, because I had gone to Fox before, and it was... It was actually quite an argument before. Yeah. Not, we don't really argue, argue, but it was actually quite a... It, that one was up there for us. Um, we're the perfect couple, Fox. We don't argue. That one was up there for us. <laughs> uh, as, you know, Fox is completely adamant. You know, Fox, have you ever used film mode? Uh, I used it one time. Okay. And it was disorienting. I, I had and someone... Someone was uh, going on about you using film mode and being a hypocrite. So I just wanted to... No, no, I don't use it. No, I, I imagine who that person is, and they're probably just projecting. They have proof, they say. I'll give you matter. a little history story. So back when I was a noob, I farmed dark steel uh, backplates, the Quadrava backplates for dark steel ingots. Wow. And I could target shit through the ceiling and the walls. I was freaking out. I'm like, oh, I, I shouldn't be able to do this, you know, because I didn't use any add-ons back then. So I actually called a GM and I asked them, <laughs> is this okay? Can I spam tab to target things through walls? And they're like, yeah, it's part of the game. You can do it. It was actually a senior GM who replied to me. <laughs> this is why we have funk because I have never heard this before. Yeah, I, it definitely is cheating. I mean, I do admit I use it when I have farm these rules, So, so And, and this kind of like leads into the other aspect of, of when people try to defend, you know, what is cheating or what isn't cheating. Like, I'm actually glad you brought this up, dude, because... The other thing that people say is like, well, if it's not hurting anyone, like, why does it matter that I'm doing this? Oh, that's a whole episode in itself. See, I knew this right? was going to be quite an in-depth thing. Ah, uh, man. I had I had a feeling it was going to go down this road, though. And I mean, it just kind of lines up. Perfectly it is easy to criticize things or to decry. It is not easy to offer an alternative to back up your, you know, bemoaning. It's true. So I would say... To those who go, it doesn't hurt anything. There's certain arguments there. It depends. Uh, does film mode hurt anything? No. Does anchor hurt anything? Actually, technically, does does cheating in the game at all hurt anything? Yes and no. Uh, if someone runs around beating everything, I mean, are they hurting anything? No. Uh, are they? So, okay, you go. No, that this actually comes exactly back around to what my answer is for this. Actually, like when I said that that I'm actually the one of the more tolerable people, as long as you just don't interact with me. Um, I actually don't care if cheating goes on uh, most of the time because it's not in my group. It's not what I'm actively doing. Uh, you know, I'm not a part of it because I'm, I'm better than that. I don't, I don't care. Like I, I, I don't want to deal with it at all in my group. 
And when people, I don't know, I'm trying to find the right. Trend. Okay, here, how about this? I have an analogy for you. Folks. I lost it. I have an analogy. Okay. We'll, we'll do the spicy analogy because I, I go oh, places. Boy. Okay, I have no problem if someone cheats on their wife or husband. If someone cheats on their spouse, since we'll, we'll make it more of a inclusive term. If someone cheats on their spouse yeah. and they fuck the whole neighborhood, I do not care. Now, what's the consequence of that? Well, it doesn't affect my life unless he's, you know, banging someone that I'm dating or, or whatever, you know. So exactly. unless that directly impacts me, it's very easy to say, no, I don't care if they cheat. I find cheating on your spouse to be natural. Everyone wants to bang, da 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 I believe in that argument because we are simply animals. Uh, it doesn't mean I support it. It doesn't mean I run around doing it. But, you know, whatever doesn't affect me. Live your life, whatever makes you happy. So that directly applies to this. Now, what happens... We're going to go to the slippery slope fallacy here. What happens when everyone thinks it's okay and everyone does it? Okay, everyone cheats on their spouse. Why do you have a spouse then? Yeah, and that's actually kind of the, the point that I was trying to arrive at is that you just had to use, you know, if everyone marriage. around me. Yeah. If everyone around me is cheating, like this is why I can't JP into Gates, for example, like you know, to bring it back to like what people understand in the game and what frustrates people. Like this is why you can't CP into Gates because it's completely full of bots, um, just constantly taking the mobs. I, it doesn't matter to me that people want to be do dumb things and just like pay people to get JP for them. It's the easiest task ever. And you're playing the game. But hey, whatever. It's, you know, your guilt. But. That is a situation where botting actively does negatively impact me because I can't just go in there and just chain endlessly. Um, I have to compete with something auto claiming, you know, a bunch of mobs in front of me. And that, that actually is taking away from my. So that's that's your spouse cheating on you in this analogy. So yeah. take it past that to the culture we are emerging into or fully into, depending on how you look at it or how it is. I think it's still getting worse, but I think we're fully in the culture of. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't affect me. I'm going to do whatever I want. My 1295. Fuck off. Fuck you. Um, okay. So that's your spouse cheating on you. Now, what if everyone's spouse does? Now, what is the game anymore? What has happened? Is it a game anymore? We just do whatever we want. The rules don't apply. We're not playing within a framework. There's no spirit. There's no competition. You know, essentially, you've killed the soul of the game at that point. If cheating is so, you know, it's no longer the game. You have changed what the rules are, the parameters. You know, if you if you play checkers and you decide how about Monopoly, everyone does this Monopoly and they just there's all these different variations to Monopoly. Yeah, variations are fine. But if, you know, everyone just starts making their own rules to Monopoly, can you play the same game anymore? Is it even the same game? I mean, it's not. It is. It has fundamentally changed what it is. And you can't have the game I, try to be the game and then everyone ignore the game and then say it's still the way it is. It doesn't work. I still managed to play that game, though, despite all this going around on around me, because I just intentionally cut out the parts that do that. It takes it, away from it. It may, but I'm not I don't ever like group up with people to go CP or anything like this is something that I choose to do solo with my trust or um, I mean, occasionally I will. But it's, it's super rare because it's just something that I like to just zone out and do. Um, I don't want to interact with people all the time. And that's just part of the the part of this game. That's kind of like an escapist thing for me. Um, when I do content with other people, I just pick people that aren't cheating. It's it's that simple. Like I just pick people who aren't going to be using film mode. It's during not events. that simple. When it's, I mean, if when you have friends, it's very simple. When you're someone like myself who doesn't want to play with these people, and you keep running into them, and you don't know, and yeah. you figure, you know, it makes it very difficult because it may be idealistic, but I really just don't want to play with these assholes. So what let's about you guys like when say, let's take it back to them. these assholes. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, trying to just said, but couldn't get a word in. 
<laughs> Sorry, no problem. You go for it. Yeah, I, I, just to add to that, uh, from the new player's perspective, if everybody around them cheats and then peer pressures them into cheating as well, it just kind of degrades the entire community as a whole. Because as Spicy said, if uh, if the if a game is made up of rules and you ignore the rules, what what is left of the game at that point? Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me of what I'm doing now. Like, so I'm fishing in the game right now. Like I mentioned earlier, I'm like, yeah, I'm hearing you guys talk about this. It's all fish botting. That doesn't. You can't really get much with that anymore. You, you don't get loads of gear like you used to. NPCing everything you can basically pull out of the water. If you could, they drive it into the ground with bots. Well, these days, I mean, right now it's just basically I'm doing this to level my, basically level my level my character and get more mastery rank. But why wouldn't I fish bot when it doesn't affect anybody else? I can't make money off of it as much money off of it. It's basically you're playing the game for enjoyment, but if you're fish bot, you're skipping ahead just to get the trophy, even if it's just your character. The problem so is obviously, they don't want to do it. Why they don't want to do matter? it. So why play the game? Exactly. Because, you know, no one wants to be told no. So if you can get your cap level fishing and you don't have to do anything, then why wouldn't you? I mean, I don't want to level fishing, but I need some things from fishing. So, I mean, a lot of people reach that result and they say, well, screw you. I'm going to do what I want. It's how the game was designed. So if you don't like it, don't do it. Yeah, you don't have to. But the problem is they don't want to accept the consequences. People want their cake and eat it too. Want all the rewards for the stuff they like doing, but they don't want to put in the work to get to that point. So this is the impact it has on society as a whole. Like you either have to be the person who's a staunch defender of the rules, or you have to be someone who cheats. But I mean, no. what about people it's like myself? Who are gray, you know exactly. But a lot of people see it that way. Is the point? That's because they don't see. They just being reactive to something. So if you see all these bots and there, you go, "Oh man, cheating's horrible." I'm all against cheating. It's like, okay, you're just reacting. You, yes, the bots are a problem. The people who run around i mean if you do ambuscade and you're having a bad time and someone comes in and they're just blatantly just flea hacking and doing whatever and cheating and you win because of it you may be like finally i finally won what a relief but i mean is it really a win did are you really satisfied and happy with that was the only thing you were after just the end result there i mean were the drops in ambuscade that important that you just you know the game doesn't matter i got what i want now i can play it seriously I mean, oh, I would never do that. But now that I got stuff from it, I'm just going to play seriously now. Yeah, yeah, I remember people doing that during Kudrup Ambuscade where they just kited the the ads endlessly with flea hacks. It's ridiculous. If you can't beat it, then either stop sucking and try and do it and get better or don't do it. You don't have to do it. Yeah, where's the fun beating content like that? Like, you, you take away the entire challenge, so why even bother at that point? I just want to play it's... something that you actually enjoy. Yeah, you actually nailed it, though. Um, I, I think it depends on what people consider fun. Like, some people just want to log on to this game to look like they're the man and, you know, talk all the shit. And that's their idea of... And get all your money on Twitch. Yeah, well, I'm sure. But, I mean, those are the kind of people who are going to find that kind of fun, though. And, and that's not the fun that most people will find. I mean, that's kind of a disturbing... You know, you're kind of fucked up in the head a little bit if you, you know, that's what you get out of it. But those are generally the type of people who, who do that sort of thing, though, and then find that sort of thing fun. People find murdering fun. It just depends. But, you know, <laughs> that's dark. Well, <laughs> but yeah, it, it directly gets to the point. I like to it's not like I do it for shock. It directly gets to the point. That's where my mind went is like people like murdering for fun. I mean, it's it's a legitimate thing. It You know, but we decry that as, you know, being mentally unhealthy. 
And I would say and it is, but, you know, if everyone murdered, you know, well, technically, but if everyone murdered like that, would it be as, you And know, when you generalize it like that, though, it makes, it basically the same viewpoint that everyone does on everyone being a cheater, right, in this game. You know, if, if you say that, that, that people think murdering is fun, well, there's no, you know, delimiter on what, what people is, you know, and we, you end up with all these, like, weird issues with semantics. And this is where people actively start arguing uh, the moment that you interchange murder with cheat. Well, I, it's not. I wasn't equating cheating to murder. I was. Just well, I know, that, I know, but but if you interchange that in the conversation, like that's the exact kind of argument that you see in game, right? I think we can interchange, you know, cheating on your spouse with cheating in the game. I think that's very yeah. fair. But you know, murder obviously a bridge too far. But the 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 point that I'm making though is that when people like look at this game and they get like real pissed off about cheaters being everywhere, it's because they're assuming cheaters are everywhere when it really might not even be as many people that people think it is. Yeah, I mean, some people are the whole party. Some people are the whole party. But guess what? They're playing by themselves. Like, how are those people in that party to witness them doing it? I mean, unless it's being streamed on Twitch, of course. It's going to bother me if I don't eventually have my I know. It's gonna... That's why I'm opening a door for you, man. You just step right through it. Yeah, you know, I tried to close the door at the start when I said, how about a segment to get us into it, you know? Just release the croc. I mean, it, it definitely has a bearing on uh, on how people, like, see this game, especially so if they're far. I, I didn't mean to cut you off here. I know you're. I would. I knew what you were getting to, so I just stopped you. Um, so far, I don't think we've reached the burden of proof to state our case here for me to have a rant. I, I think you know, there's not a single person who was on either side here has been convinced. Not that we're trying to make both people meet in the middle here. I mean, it'd be nice, but I don't think any person who actively runs around with anchor with you know auto roll, auto song, everything has been convinced that they are not, you know, maybe they don't even care that they're harming the community, but maybe they just still don't see how that harms the community because the the rant person actually does not see how they harm the community when they do this. They just see it as I'm having fun. I'm not harming anyone. I'm doing whatever. And they can't even fathom not doing what they're doing. And they set the tone and they set, you know, what you do on this game, it is a small pond. It directly impacts how people feel. Uh, how they, you know, the the ideas that circulate is what I'm getting at there. It it directly impacts the conversation and how people think and behave in this game. Everyone has an impact on it. If everyone you know uses gear swap, then you're going to use gear swap. That's just how it works. I mean, not everyone will, but it, it becomes you know a dominant thing. And if lines are better established, it helps prevent that because eventually you get to the point now where everyone's using easy farm to get whatever they want and get everything they have and all this gear and talk about how great they are. And, you know, for some reason, I don't know why, but whenever they sit their easy farm bot and go to sleep and get all this gill or merc everything, get all this gill, and they have all the best in slot items in the game, they seem to turn around and be really giant egotistical assholes. Yeah. And for some reason, they're always in some fashion cheating to help achieve that. So how do we establish the burden of proof we have to meet here. Cause do you agree I, that we have not met that, that, well, that the, tier? the burden that, that people are actively cheating? Like we have to prove that that's the case. No, that what cheating matters in this game, that cheating is something you oh. shouldn't aspire, you know, that that is an actual negative that impacts the community negatively. I mean, yes, you have the bots and everything, but who cares? I'm not botting. I mean, I, I'm never going to be in a position where I can speak for the community. Like I well, can only speak for myself and, it doesn't impact me because I just cut them out of my game. Like I kick them from the group if they're actively using. But it does impact you. Just so or you can't if see I'm, 
let's say I'm running with a link shell I've run with for years and they just openly start endorsing cheating. I just simply leave. Like it it doesn't impact me past the event that takes place because I know how I want to play this game. Like I can't speak for everybody, but if everybody wants to make this change, then everybody should just adopt a stance on it instead of just saying one thing and then doing another, right? Losing your link shell doesn't impact you? It didn't actually. Um, Everyone who was legit stayed with me and I didn't even ask them to. But that's how that worked out in your case. Losing your link shell still impacts you because the things you were doing are now altered and different. And whether it was a better change or a worse change is besides the point. It still impacts you and it could go either way. The whole idea of playing the game, though, is to basically be skilled in playing it. If you have automation doing anything for you, there's no reason to have played others. Exactly. It's an MMO. It's not a single player game. So the idea is to play with other people. There are trusts now, sure, but trust can't take you through Odyssey and do all the um, efficiently efficient farming that we're doing now getting 5k segments a run I guess I guess certain. maybe at the end of the day it, you know you can't convince everyone which maybe the burden of proof yeah. is more of a particular individual thing than you know convincing everyone because for me I mean why don't you finish first Fox because you're going to go because I'm going to go on something I, I'm, I'm just going to say that that that, that fuck is correct like you're not I'm not going to be in a situation where I'm going to have cheaters around me and if i do i'm just gonna remove it right like you're it's it's hard to say that it, it impacts you as long as you do something about it like what, what what i what i'm afraid of is that people like look at this general idea that everyone has about everyone cheating and that they just actively use it as a cop-out or an excuse not to try not to try to get to know people not to try to form groups that, that don't cheat or you know that that sort of deal like if you want to play the game a certain way i'm certain that there are like-minded individuals out there like i found some yeah, I'm not I'm not special and I don't do anything special, honestly. So last but night, last night I got someone on game that I don't know, but who knows me. I've read your guides. You know, they were very drunk and they go, can I talk to you on Discord? So I go, OK, I'll hear you. Oh, no. And I sat and Carrot gave me the look of what the fuck? Why are you doing this? Stop it. Uh, regularly for the whole I was cooking dinner, what was going on. So I'm like, why not? Um. And the drunken rant I got was, you know, you know, besides hearing spicy in a very, I mean, hearing my name slurred is always very fun, you know, just add a, an H and a EY there and spicy. Um, but they would go into, you know, I know the person who did the, the goblin metal dupe and we're so cool. And, but I really like your guides and I really appreciate your guides and going on and on and on about this and that. And I go, you know, I am a person too. You know, you keep talking about my guides and help me get into Blue Mage, and I really appreciate Dragoon and this and that. And, you know, thanks a lot. And you know, so if you ever want to join us or whatever, and and like, and it's like, okay, but then it's just like to sit there and it's like, you know, I know the guy who did the the Goblin duping and this and that. It's like I said, I go, you know, I don't like that stuff, right? I guess you don't know me, but you know, he's like, oh, sorry. It's like. What do you mean? Is is that is that like the course of I know the guy's wasted, but is that what's cool is to be like, I broke the economy of the game. I fucked everyone's, you know, potential to make Gil up. I mean, I, I fundamentally took what exists and turned it on its head that people are enjoying because, you know, fuck everyone else. I'm going to get my Gil and get whatever. And, and I'm not going to go past what they got out of it. I don't know. But whether they were RMTing it for X money or whatever, but it's like, is that is that the mindset now? With the internet being able to mass connect people, everyone wants to feel special in some kind of way. So if someone goes out of the way to do that, 
because they have some sort of particular skill or insight that enables them to. They want people to notice them doing that because that's how they get to be cool in front of as many people as possible. Well, Spicerion, I suppose, <laughs> and most just attract those kind of people in general. I do get those kind of things a lot from not necessarily drunk people, but I do get those kind of things a lot. I, I, I'm a magnet for those kind of things. Even Karak goes, why do you attract these people? Like, I don't know what I attract you for, but it's the epitome of what daddy's love really means. Like that's literally the meme. I'd never give up on the daddy's love community. Yeah. We need to farm a squad. The daddy's love like squad. You want to be noticed because you're not a nobody. Cause it's fun to be the cool guy. I, I think, you know, that's what it really boils down to. What do you think, Funk, before I go on my rant about it? I think, again, like I mentioned before, it's like for botting JP, sure, it's not bothering anybody as long as you're not taking all the camps up. All they're doing is selling the gill, but you're skipping to the end of the enjoyment of what the game is. I thought of a very dirty analogy there, but... We'll yeah, what are you playing at that point? Why are you playing? Why are you paying your the money to play this? If you're just going to try to skip to the end and not enjoy it along the way, just like how you guys mentioned a couple episodes back about how like newbies not rushing to the end just for end game stuff. Yeah, and it's the same thing for these yeah. people too. Even though they're not new, they don't. You know, when they say, "Why are you doing it for?" and it's because in my mind, I think they've lost the spirit of the game. They don't understand or care anymore. They're kind of just hanging out at that point. You know, maybe it's like Chayula just yelling because Chayula doesn't do anything else. And when I mean, he does play the game, but he's never able well i'm not gonna let chayula rant here after i mean he was in the link shell for a while i i kind of he was kind of like the butt of the joke of the link shell kept him around because i'm not a nice person but um no i wasn't mean to him but uh and i'm getting off track because i'm thinking about times chayula was terrible and i yelled at him but then you know it's not like i excluded him but i always be like hey come on chayula you know just come on come play with us so anyway um they've lost the spirit of the game and they don't think they really realize it. They're just kind of, until you have something else occupying your attention, you know, maybe you want to log on and feel cool, even though you're not. Even maybe you want to log on and, and just enjoy obtaining things that don't really matter if you're just obtaining them by any means necessary. Being cool in 2021 in Final Fantasy is over. Right, for 11. <laughs> it's an 18-year-old game. I was hoping... I was hoping that's the impression that I would have made with that statement, too. It's like, who cares? They care. And that's why they do it. But yeah, that, that's they want exactly whatever it, they though. want. It's and like, not told now. Yeah, people still try to do that, though. It's like, get over yourselves, guys. The idea of playing an MMO is to play with other people. And humans are humans. Humans make mistakes. If you're going to bot everything and your bot doesn't make any mistakes, besides leg, or not it's being not going to well, Or not being able to handle every situation like a human. Yeah, which ties back into, you know, why another reason why I don't like him in groups, because I can't rely on a bot to do something properly. It's the same reason I want a human over a trust, you know? Well, I'm talking like React, things like that. Yeah. Or back in the day, uh, studying Chimera's uh, fulmination. So, I mean, React and things, SE is banning people, and it seems like a lot of people that are getting banned, in my opinion, since no one has any information. It's all speculative, as I said in the pre-show. Uh, no one has a problem jumping in auction to state their opinion, so why wouldn't I jump in here and state it? I think Essie is noticing or flagging or something along those lines, the multi-box add-ons, whether it's send command, auto NPCing things, uh, super warped, you know, th things like that, uh, auto rolling, anything like that, where you are sending to two, three, four, maybe even five accounts at once to do the same sort of thing. Or I've seen someone posted like a, a thing in chat the other day where 
a screenshot in Discord the other day, and it was like some like person had like eleven accounts saying hello at the same timestamp to someone. It's like, you know, not only is that in chat now at the same timestamp all at the same time, but you're sending those packets to the server to do that. So if the same characters are repeatedly doing the same things that you are using send commands for, auto NPCing especially, if they see that regularly then you're getting banned because it is very noticeable when multiple accounts that are doing unsolicited things are being sent to do all these, you know, packets to do all these things at the same times in the same ways regularly. I mean, you may not see it constantly and it may not be noticeable constantly, but the pattern is established there. And once they find you, they just look at that and you're toast. So besides, you know, the whole community aspect, people are getting banned over it and I'm glad they're getting banned over it. So I guess the next next logical way to look at it is, you know, if you just bought everything, like, what does it matter if you get banned? I guess they they technically have nothing to lose because they they clearly have no attachment to their character. They only want the end result. You know, they're the well, they want to chase that loot crate and get all the get all the stuff and pay for it as fast as they can. And you know, if if nobody like cares about the character they have or how it's been built up over the years, that sort of thing, like, what's what's rebotting yet another character when you get banned because you've clearly established that you can do it, you know, over and over again. Like you don't learn a lesson. Like I, I feel like nobody learns a lesson in any of this. That's why I was saying in the pre-show. I think you go first there. I was just gonna say that uh, they're they're basically mad about losing their EP. Yeah, there are a lot of lockouts, so it takes a while to get back to that point. I was saying in the pre-show that I would like instead of having a temp ban on these people and all their accounts really quick, just roll them back a whole billing cycle. Just roll their character back a month, and just any time this happens, just roll them back, and see how long they keep doing it. It have to be a lot of rollbacks. Well, I mean, you would eventually, if it continually happens, you would just ban that account. If it's RMTing or something, it's, yes, ban it. If it's something ridiculous, ban it. Um, but if it's just people using JA0 and React and Anchor and all of these things and constant send commands, all these multi boxes and everything, just roll their account back. Actually, wait, does rolling your account back restore your gill back to that point? Because it's basically like a Windows snapshot as far as I understand it. You just go back to that point you were at. Because that's time. bad. Like that RMT could have already sold that gill and all of a sudden they have the gil, their gill back. Yeah, I guess they, that. Well, RMT would, would be banned outright. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm sure they gil. could keep the gill you have intact and then roll your progress on quests, missions, item attainment, everything all the way back to it was at a certain point. And I think that's a much more effective punishment to send the character back in time sans gill uh, a whole month than, you know, see how long they keep screwing around that they really want to keep doing it and play the game. That's a lot of extra effort, though, and um, all the... Is it? They roll accounts their... back if you request and you get one account roll back. Perhaps, but they also a lot of stuff that slips through the cracks wouldn't get punished that way. So, especially if they help others gear up and only one person... Gets affected by the rollback, but the other person still benefited from it. Well, the, you're on notice. <laughs> I mean, if, if someone in your group gets salvage banned and you're running around doing that, I, I think you, you know, either you stop doing it or, you know, you just get lucky that you didn't get caught doing it. Doesn't... Yeah, but I mean, a, a ban is more like extreme and really sends a message. Does it? Like, because uh, they ban people constantly and they keep coming back. I mean, how would that be any different than rolling them back? I mean, the effort is still lost either way. I agree with that, actually. That's actually an interesting take on it. Well, because when you... The, the effort's lost, but it's just... I think it's more of a creative punishment. When you ban someone, you've then taken everything away from them. It's like, you know, that's it. You're banned. You can start over or just go away forever. When someone's worked for something 
and then you take it away from them, but don't take everything away from them, it becomes more frustrating. You weren't banned, you're allowed to play still, but everything you just did was taken away. So in effect, it's the same as a ban, but psychologically, it's more of an impactful thing in my mind. I'm not an expert in psychology or anything. But yeah, I think that, it's, that's that's going to that's gonna vary from person to person. I, I, I know it would, but I think it's more, you know, some people might see a ban as a challenge, whereas some people would see rolling back their account as a frustrating punishment or something that's a, war- you know, it depends on each person, but I think it's or still more Or at least more I don't have to do this from ground zero. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you would eventually be banned if you kept doing it, but. I, don't know, I just like the idea of creative punishments that might be more effective than oh, yeah. banning people who keep coming back. It's an interesting idea. It's just uh, applying the fact that it could be frustrating is the is the dangerous part of it because not everyone would learn that lesson based on frustration or even feel frustration from it to begin with. True. And, and you know, ultimately banning someone for it is neat, but we can just cut to the chase and just like ban everybody and still put them back at, at ground zero that happened instead of going through this process of rolling them back and, you know, letting them cheat another time with, you know, a head start. Like, well, yeah, when it comes it, down to it, you uh, like, do you want them to keep playing or do you want them just to get rid of them? Because a ban will mo- have more effect, well, uh, will more likely get rid of them than a rollback would. True. I mean, I think there are certain people who are never going to stop, but I do think there are certain people who will reform their behavior if they're rolled back. It's not like you wouldn't ban these people if they keep doing it. You wouldn't even have to give them a temp ban at that point. You could roll them back, then perm ban the next time instead of a temp ban. I mean, it, it just depends. I mean, of course, you have to make criteria for that, but just the idea of being more creative than the same old temp ban, perma ban, whatever, it just, I feel like there's a better way to approach it, but I think it's a bit in the weeds. I mean, a lot of heavy tools users probably wouldn't even bother playing the game if they could never access them again. So if they had to start from zero without any tools, without their super warps, without their... Well, we're uh, going to find out if that's the case. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, um, yeah, if somebody's too addicted, they probably won't stop. But, you know, a good guy would go either way with a ban, with a rollback, they would just keep playing and possibly still keep trying to circumvent uh, the rules. Okay, so getting off that and back to the the heart of the matter here. So outside of being banned as a practical, you know, you know, don't sell weed, you might get arrested. Outside of that sort of, you know, practical punishment, you know, I don't want to do third party tools or whatever because I'm going to get banned for running around with JZ or and GM flag and everything. Da, 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 da. I'm going to get banned for using Windower. You know that kind of that kind of stuff. On a philosophical level, as I know, a lot of people don't give a shit. I care. Because, you know, I enjoy the game. And if you enjoy and like something, you tend to want to respect or at least very, at the very least, protect it. So to actively, I mean, they perhaps they just, as we keep saying, or I keep saying, because I keep playing devil's advocate very poorly, perhaps they just don't see it as harming the game. But it really is. I mean, I'm not going to spend the whole episode trying to convince people that it really does. But... If you really like the game, why would you want to run around just breaking the rules? It's not like running in the hallways here. It's not like speeding down the highway. Who cares? You're just going faster than the speed limit. It's just actively doing whatever you want, cheating, breaking whatever mechanic. Why would you want to tarnish the game in the community by encouraging that to a certain extent? Okay, we're going to fight this, Fox. Can you use uh, Anchor, please? We don't want to deal with it. 
as you... I don't know. I'm actually someone who drives the speed limit because it's dangerous to exceed it. I, I do not drive the speed limit. You're from Jersey. Nobody drives like that in Jersey. Yeah. I almost actually had someone drive into me yesterday, and in the half second, the guy refused to merge. In the half second, I was ready to just hit his car and go... I was just yelling, hit me. You know, it just... It was, it was a thing. It's fascinating how cyclical in nature these lines of thoughts are, though. Um, because... Can I? Yeah, go ahead. Yes. I just wanted to interject with that pun, if that's all right with you guys. <laughs> for it. Yes. Well, since it's Easter, Spicy, I think you should be playing Deviled Eggvocate. Oh, God, that was bad. Thank you. Fox, did you just make a Charlie Brown noise? I don't know what noise I made, but that was like, <laughs> that was the best way that I could cringe through a recording. That's for sure. Uh, Boy, Fa- Funk, sorry. That's what you're here for. I have no comment. For a guy who's here to clean, to do the cleaning, you are sure, sure not dirty. Yes. Sehr smutzig. Well, just like certain people's water, I suppose. <laughs> but the, um, the same way that you can justify speeding is the same way that people are going to justify you know, cheating in game. It's the same, it's the same line of reasoning yeah. when you're able to do it. You're not wrong. It does make me ultimately a hypocrite. I have no problem driving no. 30 miles over the speed limit. It's, you, would, you would be a hypocrite if you were saying, well, people should drive the speed limit, and then you were you know, exceeding the speed limit. Because you have to apply hypocrisy to not the line of logic itself, but the actual actions that are taking place. And that's where people, especially people that we both know, don't really fucking understand what the word <laughs> hypocrite means. And uh, that, that's where you got to make sure that it's being applied properly as well. Like, just because you take that stance on driving, or that stance on anything else in life does not mean that it automatically translates to the way that you're going to think in game. Like, it doesn't make you a hypocrite in game to do that. Not, not even in the slightest. You know, I think there's a tally behind each of us. Over your head, you have a Mer counter, and over my head, I have an Ejin counter. Yeah, but mine's really easy to fill up. <laughs> but yes, so if you really. Hot shot. And dancer. If you really enjoy the game. And, you know, you, you sit here and you claim you have all these memories and this and that and how great it is and, and you know, your rosy retro inspection uh, here and this and that. Why would you just actively decide that you are going to decide how the game is played? It's not fun if I play vanilla. It's not, I can't do it. No one wants to play. Here's a list of random people that people know I'm going to yell out who, you know, to, who also couldn't play vanilla. They couldn't take it. They left. It's like, so... Do you enjoy the game? I mean, do you want now the if, game to be around? Go on, Funk. Not if you're making a single-player game. Yeah. You obviously don't enjoy the game. So, I mean, I think That's that fair. all of the the way cheating has become... Before, it used to be something... Everyone used to yell at the 75 era about, oh, Windower's cheating. And the big argument was about Windower versus not using Windower. It wasn't about easy farm, auto-roll... Uh, cure, please. You know, it wasn't about all these things. It has moved to the point where, you know, before it was kind of silly. It's like, oh, who cares? But now it is so rampant in the community, which is the heart of my problem here. It's so rampant in the community, not just CP botting, not just, you know, someone's mule running around getting them all the gills so they think they're cool, they have all the items in the game. Not just that, not just people cheating on forcing HQs or duping. It's just everywhere, and the game is not. I mean, look at the economy. Do we know if it's actually really recovered from these metals after, what, a year now? I mean, yes, yes it has. Uh, it, it actually, everything has deflated. Like, it's it's actually very nice, as is. 
I think it's because of the sparks, though. It's not because of the yeah. Metals. The sparks are the deflation, in my opinion. The, the number yeah. of metals floating around. The metals are worth less now. So, Odyssey gear is also really helping with the deflation. Stuff oh, for sure. Especially when you got to buy it again. Like buying your all your Alexandra for ninety mil was unheard of back then. Any point in the game. Yeah. But these I things... can't even justify buying seventeen k worth of it. Like I'm still waiting to get more more from Ambuscade. Like I'll spend thirty mil max. But I think all these people who think that there's no alternative other than the Merc or, you know, that, that all these cheats are just normal quality of life and this and that, it gets to the point where new players come or returning players come and they see this. And I don't think it's a small segment of the population. I think it's a large, small segment of the population who sees these things and they get turned off by it. And I think that disenfranchises people and they don't want to play the game as much or return again or even keep playing the game. Because they're tired of the shouts. Shouts are horrible now. It makes the game so much... I shouldn't have to run a third-party tool to filter out all the bots and everything because I can't sit there blacklisting 15 people a day every single day until my blacklist is filled up. I just can't. I should have to run a third-party tool because shouts are so unenjoyable. I would gladly take just the ridiculous bullshit garbage shitpost shouts that people, including myself, yell all day long, because they're not all day long, but all day long, rather than these bullshit bot yells. And that ruins the game. So your, your people, your, your multi-boxes and your RMT and everything may be paying the subscription fee, but that's not keeping the game alive in the long term. And if you're forcing an exodus of players, we're seeing what we think is a revival, even though we don't know the real subscriptions versus all the multi-boxing. Um, you know, you're forcing those people away. The long-term health of the game, in my opinion, and we somewhat disagreed on the pre-show about this, I think it's directly hurt by the prevalence of the attitude the community has adopted now and how normalized all of this bullshit has become. And I think it really will end the game prematurely. So all these people that talk about their memories and their other bullshit, how they love it so much, they really don't if this is what they're doing. I think it's a warped perception on what normalization is. Like, like people are assuming it's normalized because of, you know, a vocal unquantifiable amount of people saying stuff about it. But if enough people are bitching about this to like actually cause an uproar, then how many people are actively also in the, in this majority instead? Like, I think it's people misinterpreting the statistics of the situation to just assume that the people botting outweigh the people who aren't like, I think that's, that's disingenuous and doesn't actually help the cause. Of it's not that they outweigh them. No, we don't know. That's, that's my point. Like I can't, I can't say that. And then also say that they outweigh it either. Like, we don't know. You can't like we, all we know is that is that the most vocal people are the people who are who are causing all these people who are just reading to go, yeah, you know what? That sounds like a popular opinion. And then it kind of snowballs from there. I'm not trying to defend the fact that bots exist or that the subs exist for, you know, keeping the game on or, or whatever. Like I would prefer that it all go away and that we get, you know, actual numbers. And if it's the end of the game, it's the end of the game. We had a good run. I, you know, I just walk away at that point satisfied. But for people to just complain about stuff and for, for it to seem like there's so many people complaining about stuff that we need to address this with an episode, then it, it tells me that there's not enough people stepping up to actively like change how they play the game and interact with this. There would be enough like-minded people to be able to interact with them on a daily basis to where they could do it if they weren't just copping out and using it as an excuse to just complain. And, you know, I'm not getting stuff handed to me because other people have stuff. It's not about not getting things handed to you because other people have stuff. It's about a culture of, of corruption. And you can do something about it. I actively do. 
no, no, there's just, there's just one person isolating themselves from the situation does not make change. It does not address things. But everyone can do the things that I do. That's 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 like, like one of the fundamental yes. things that I stand if on. There was a boycott. This. Yes, if the players collectively boycotted people that they knew were doing this, then yes, that absolutely would be effective. But just saying I do it already, it, it doesn't. Yeah, you and do it, nothing, but you're not doing stops, anything. Nothing stops any of these other people from doing it as well, outside of their their attitude towards it. Well, yes, that's it's the, easier to just complain about something than to actually just do something about yes, it. Yes, that's the point of the episode, though, is to do more than just you know you ignoring these people. It's to state a case about why people but should I, all do that. I can't I can't talk about this stuff in this episode without actually calling out the people who just choose to do nothing. Then call them out. That's what I've just done. Guys, stop complaining about this stuff and just actively do something about it. Like make your groups centered around like-minded people if people are going to say one thing and then act another way then i guess they're not part of your group and i mean if you can't jive with enough people then the game might not actually be for you at the end of the day and that is sad and then you know not everything can be inclusionary that's the unfairness of life but when it comes to you know just just saying hey i'm not even going to try with this game anymore because i just see people only doing merc stuff you know I, i can't get groups going anything like that I mean, have you, have you actually tried at this point? And if, if you have evaluated it and based on your personal situation with this game, your personal relationship with this game, say, yes, I have tried everything. Then at the end of the day, the game is not, you know, but I have been a success with this thing is, and I think other people, I'm sorry, you go, go for it, man. I'm done. done. Uh, You know, the, the, the main issue is that people always prefer the easy way out. And it's like, you can always already see it when people use cheese strats to win. So people just go for the murking route because that's the most time efficient way to get stuff done and to get drops. So I, I don't think we're ever going to see the community actually uh, boycotting this in the, uh, uh, as a large group. So I, th- I kind of think Square Enix actually has to clamp down on this and uh, reinstate the auto banner if it's not already active and really uh, enforce change. Otherwise, it's just going to keep getting worse. I think we're beyond the fact that it can be fixed. I mean, it, okay. we should have addressed this a long time ago. It can definitely be fixed. And I'm not saying the auto ban will fix it, the auto bomb, but the auto bomb. I got you. Oh, Thank you. I love you too, Spicy. I think a lot of people come back and just expect it to be like old, old days, you know, shouts, groups, get an end game link shell, you have a set schedule where it can be, but a lot of people don't play it anymore. So. I asked in the Discord when we were going to start recording this about, uh, you know, Fox said that we don't really hear the story of the people who turn to murking when they, I mean, maybe you could phrase it better, Fox. It was who turn to murking when they come. We just talk about the mercs or the cheaters or this or that. We don't talk about the people who. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, we don't, we don't hear the perspective of the people who think that that is the only way to handle things. Like we don't hear about that a whole lot. Like we hear complaining about it but we don't hear what they actually have to do or whether or not they had to succumb to it etc like that's usually not spoken about because like sometimes people feel like a shame or you know i'm not going to place any any particular reason on there but for whatever reason exists people generally don't talk about the fact that they've had to do that for whatever reason you know and so i mean should i read some of the responses because i think that yeah go for it i'm looking at them because yeah well i wasn't asking to screen them i just felt if you felt they were (laughs) pertinent to the conversation because, you know, I see murking I've gone on is, is uh, you know, it, it just does harm to the community. And it really hurts the, the longevity of the game. So, 
Uh, let's see. Rag here says, I mean, unless I had to pronounce Ragenfalder again and, and stumble over it. Um, you know, especially in the first month that they're getting 99, it was particularly tempting for content like Ambuscade, where one or two clears was an immense gear boost to your character. So I think Ambuscade is also a huge one there, but I guess we'll just go down the list of all these people rather than talk about each comment. Uh, Ileana is, before finding a link show, I felt the need to go to Mercs for job points to master a job, was, you know, gifted the money and would never do it again. Terrible experience. One star review. Um, <laughs> when I had just returned only with level 99 gears, yeah. Um, I paid for a Dynamis Wave 1 clear because I wasn't sure how, uh, sure what to do slash upgrade, and it was during Statue Crusher Plus. After that, I just geared White Mage and played with other people. And then we have Abject. When I first got to the server, I knew no one and felt my only option was to turn to Merking to get anything challenging. That all changed when someone offered me a pearl to a shell, that, of course, Abject, that helped me get gear and didn't expect anything from me. Since then, I felt the need to pay it forward to people who didn't have the gear slash support to go it alone slash low man. Mm, let's... That's why I like that guy. Yeah, yeah. And he's not black. <laughs> you know, Fox, this is a very uh, good powwow. Right. Uh, I think uh, what he said does tie into what we all we were just talking about, how new players are surrounded by murking and by it creates all these shouts and yells. They just assume it's the norm these days. Yeah, and the progression path is also really difficult for new players if they don't have any help. Like, the main kind of alleviated the issue slightly, but it wasn't good enough. And beyond that, there's just no real way to get anything done unless you shout or have friends to help you. Like soloing Ambuscade on the higher tiers is really not feasible for most, and on the lower tiers it's not rewarding enough to really get anywhere unless you really spam it. It's just SC's uh, agenda. They're trying to make us use the assist channel and the Unity chat. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. They're trying to get rank 8. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so this is actually why I talk so often about the way I do things. Um, because like when I when I first came back to this game, I, I was on like my summoner in Abyssia doing Abyssia stuff in 2017 because I had no idea what the hell was going on. Like I've been in the shoes of all these people. Like the difference is, is that I identified that People want white mages. People want people to learn how to do a job properly, especially when it's a a job that has the ticket to everything and to just, you know, become good at it uh, because people like a good white mage and that can make up for a lot of things going on. Like sometimes you'll be not included because people will think a yag rush is needed and that's happened to me as well. But I just never gave up like the That's why I always say that like white mage was the key to me getting into everything. Um, I geared every job off the back of my white mage and I have basically all the jobs and everything I could ever want. And it's not it's not a situation where I want to brag. I just want to show people that the getting to the point where I'm at in the game is something that everyone can accomplish from basically ground zero from the of exact same starting point as them. Yeah. They don't you just, you just have, have to go about it. Well, and that's why I try to share that. Like I, I want people to know that there are other ways of going about stuff. Um, there are other ways to learn to enjoy the game and you can become a better player by learning to enjoy the game in different ways too. Like I, I don't think I'd be nearly as good a player as I am if I hadn't experienced being a healer. And especially being a healer coming from behind like that, it does take the understanding of other people around you. And that's why people like Abject exist. But you have to still try. Like, you have to be able to identify these things and know how to approach it. Like, what I see from these comments is yeah, a lot of people feel that this is the case. But again, it doesn't really talk about any of the experiences that led up to why this feeling exists. Um, a lot of times people see what's going on around them. They think they need to be more powerful because they need to be up to par. And then a lot of times these things are just automatically assumed. I, I see people on here that I've played with before, you know, and, you know, th 
at no point have I ever given them a reason to think that that would be the case. You know, I'll actually help people. Of course you didn't, but the perception generated by the community helps feed these people into these things. Yes. And that, that's what I'm trying to shut down. I think a lot of the solution here is people dropping the automatic assumption that if they, that they're, they're not going to get anywhere by doing this. I think a lot of people just jump to that conclusion prematurely without exploring more options. That's why I call it the new kid at school uh, anxiety That's fair. is what these people go through. And essentially they kind of look at, you know, smoking cigarettes at school to be cool, turn into <laughs> the mercs. And they, they look at that as a way to kind of fit in and kind of ease in because ultimately I don't think everyone is in touch with who they want to be. I don't think they think about that. When you log on this game, you can choose to be any person you want to be effectively. So not everyone chooses to be themselves for whatever reason. We won't go into that. But, you know, I don't think that's really thought about. Who do I want to be? What do I believe in? What do I stand for? And how do I go about myself? I don't think people are comfortable with themselves enough in that fashion. When stopped to really get philosophical like that, to be able to handle those sort of things, they kind of just get swept away with the uh, the tide here of basically RMTs running the game effectively. It runs the game when you let them. Yes, and we're letting them. And do I'll it. stand by. I just have to stand by that opinion. The community has not wholesale I mean, rejected them. That's why they are. I mean, these yells didn't exist years ago like this. It was, it, you know, I can't look at yell anymore. Not because I don't want to, but because it's just so impossible with constant. It's not even just CP. I mean, CP yells are the majority of them, but there's so many yells for Dynamis buying and an Aeonic buying. And I think yeah, someone even there even said buying an Aeonic with Mercs is like the only way if you don't have a group. But it's like, yeah. You know what, I, Eric, were you trying to speak up for something? Or? Yeah, just as uh, like an aside, um, the game systems really don't make it easy for people to get to the point of actually doing the content they're buying from Mercs or RMT. So uh, that's why, and the game is really top heavy, so that makes it difficult for people to catch up. So, so they take the easy path with the mercs. But and are they if, if, are they just trying to skip the line though? Because I, I mean, there is a lot of like progression stuff still. Like you can do ambuscade on VE, you can do it on skirmish. You know, when you start an Aeonic clear, you, you start in Zata. So what, what do you mean? With yeah, it not- I mean, you can do that, but who, who wants to like if everybody else is doing all the high end content? Do you really want to spend most of your time just grinding the old stuff over and over and over? With nobody to help you, for example, just with trust. Uh, you're assuming like it, no one wants to even... help you, though. Well, that that's where the perspective it depends on. Because the old content to someone else is still the new content to that that newer returning player. Like that's still new content to them. They're experiencing something new during the campaign. I saw people well, yeah. yelling for Alluvian skirmish. Are you go? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, that's what that's what I mean, though. If, um, if Square actually added, like, made it easier to find uh, groups of new people rather than just. Uh, Having it, um, having people uh, add link pearls to concierges, they could actually make it um, possible for people to find a bunch of new players who can band together and then progress on their own terms instead of having to buy their way up to endgame. Like, uh, I see a lot of just random shouts or uh, Reddit posts or threads, wherever, just asking for uh, like link pearls to active link shells, and half the time they go either unanswered or um, they don't. They don't get the shell they need for for new people, so it's it's kind of tricky. 
I think a lot of people don't research, though. I mean, not that you should have to research to play a game, but that is the way this is. I wouldn't sit down to Dungeons and Dragons and not know anything about it because sure, I don't know anything about are. it. Most people just want to enjoy the game by jumping into it rather than reading up on it for for hours or days even. And that's where the game's age really shows itself too, because I mean, this is from an era where you had to read up on you know how the game works. And I think that have makes a... it special because you can't get this anymore. Well, to us, yes. And I mean, even to some returning players, but like new players, I can definitely see that. That, In fact, that is often the complaint from new players. It's very standoffish with how active you have to be about finding out information you gain. I just think that something more advanced at Domain Invasion that's accessible to new people to sort of catch up would be really healthy for the game. If they saw some rank 8 people in their assist chat, maybe. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Where you at, Funk? I was going to say, is Funk still here? No, I'm here. Just listening. Funk's like, man, now I'm going to wait an extra week to hear the episode. Yeah. <laughs> I expect the feedback. delayed responses to emails. I expect the feedback promptly tonight. Don't want to spoil it. Uh, no spoilers for a week. I don't know. It, it's, it's really hard because even as I talk about, you know, who do you want to be? What do you stand for? And how I think it does this to the community, this and that. That's all a personal thing. And far for me to project my personal feelings on everyone. I mean... I think you can either at the end of the day agree with that or not. And ultimately, you have to be able to convince people to see it your way. And I'm not sure this is something that can be done in that matter. I would like people to not use these tools and the game not to be run around by all these bots everywhere, farming, fishing, getting JP, yelling, you know, playing all these roles that people don't have to yell for. No one needs a white mage now. No one needs a geo now. No one needs a bard now. We'll just, because I'm doing a wave three clear. It's easy enough. I just need the buffs. You can go stand there and do nothing, you know, and people can be like, okay, I'm having fun. I don't care what you think, but I do think truly it really is a black mark. Yeah, it could be handled better. But I mean, with, with it, there being, uh, this, this is a problem that's originating from more from more than one person. So I don't think any one particular person can actually solve it on their own. And that's why I try to, that's why I'm kind of speaking to like changing the mindsets of like multiple people rather than saying, here's your answer. You need to template this answer to make it work for you specifically. Like it, it's about the approach. Like if we can change the minds of, of people's approach to things, it's the same. It basically be like the counter to, you know, everyone's mindset as it currently stands because it's a multiple people problem. So it needs a multiple people answer, I guess is the easiest way to say it, but I don't really have hearts a, and minds, hearts and minds. Yeah. You got to change the hearts and minds. 11 right now feels like Afghanistan. <laughs> got to win over the people. Good luck. Well, the whole point of returning and returning players is like back at the 75 cap. We all had the, uh, let's just go with the sex, drugs and rock and roll. Uh, analogy there <laughs> blackjack and hookers yeah, yeah. And these days we have the new generation of returners or long lost people they're like basically the blunt bitches in 40s trying to jump back into everything so players can't expect to immediately hop in with a group and do vd ambuscade it, it has to be a grind you know the idea of returning is to get back all your gear that you were back at 75 of course it's gonna be useless you have to get the new top-notch stuff but you have to do you have to grind it you just don't want to jump in and see murking as the easy way to get there there will be people who will help you it's just shouting is you log in you see shouts and it's like there you go you can do the content 
and as much as I say shouts are terrible, I do join them and I do overall have fun. And the whole point of a shout, in my opinion, is because you don't have a group to do it or don't want one. That's on you. You find groups from those shouts. I mean, I'm sure Fox, how'd you find Abject Fox? Uh, I found Abject from the Link Shell, actually. Okay, well, so he found the Link Shell and he happened to meet within it. So, I mean, it's a poor example, but when I was making Magnanimous, um, <laughs> every person there essentially was from Shouts. I met Carrot from Shouts, I met everyone from Shouts, and we built an endgame Link Shell out of that. But we're also very different people. Like, you you actually meet people more frequently than I do. Uh, I'm an introvert. Like, I, it's probably come up many times on the on the podcast before. Unless these people were injected into my lives directly, no matter how compatible we are, I probably would have never met them. Like, I would probably never know Abject, even though he he works really well for everything I do. Solid player, similar mindset. Um, but I would never have met him if I wasn't just, if I didn't have a link shell to just inject him into my life. And that's that's my problem. Like, that's me not going out enough and, you know, meeting more, more people. And it is something that I take for granted. They're taking the right steps and in introducing easy-to-get armor. Because I remember when item level was released, it was a grind to get maximum item level. People were shouting for item level 110 plus. But with the whole change to the Link Soul Concierge without it resetting every damn update or maintenance, I think that definitely will help. But it's one step back with the stupid assist channel. I feel like my 1 to 119 guide's not good enough. And I haven't worked on it in a while, and I don't know how to make it effective. enough. That's fair. The end game progression guide is actually helping a little bit. Is it really? Because I looked at it and I wasn't, I wasn't feeling it, but maybe someone else likes it. It's okay. I mean, it's knowledge that you and us, we already know, but for your turners, I could see it applying. I think the guide would need like some sort of like reference or addendum for like all the jobs. Because every the way people approach a job that they want to play in this game, and, and if you play the job that you want to play, like you're going to be more, you know, you're going to have more of a fervor towards making it work out. Like it's the job you want to play, right? And if like these these quick start guides had some way to be like, okay, if you were like one one? well, it, I, when I say I'm quick teasing. start guides, I mean like even the job guides themselves. I'm very critical of all the job guides that are out there. Like they they don't have a lot going on from like the beginning and that middling section, and then all of a sudden you get hit with gear sets, and there's like a low tier gear set, and people are like, I don't want to be low tier. What's the high tier one look like? <laughs> like there, there's there's nothing in these these kinds of guides where you know you get anything re- relevant to like level progression that are specific for the job you want and the job that you want to play. And I think having something more specific to those jobs would help them, but it's also a monumental amount of work that that person making that guide would need to do. Highest by see. Um, well, you look at my blue one, that's fallen into disrepair because it's too much work. I would love, yeah. to, I would love to sit here on uh, Twitch and take advantage of people and exploit them as an RMT, making money off of them to just play the game all day God. and sit there making guides all day for people. But I'm we've not, arrived. I'm not out to well, I'm not out to exploit people in such a narcissistic manner that I would do that. True, but I but along the lines of of what I think Funk was saying, like the the guides, or at least what you guys were talking about, like the the guides themselves may need to be updated, but it may not need to be updated in the sense where this is the gear you should actually get now. Instead, it's like, well, you're taking this game's approach from this angle. This is how you're going to have to be expected to, you know, perform at the end of the day, or this is how you go undergo these steps to get to that point where you can perform. We should just rename the game to Final Fantasy Guides and Math. (laughs) Guides and Math. Yeah, for real, man. Fox is never going to quit now. That's funny as hell. Actually, the most fun that I have in this game is loading this game up tabbing out and writing code 
I do enjoy, as bad as I am at gear swaps, I do enjoy having my own personal thing I've made that works to how I play the game. It feels like, you know, having a pair of custom gloves or underwear or something, you know? Yeah, pretty much. But that's how I like playing the game. Not everyone's going to like that. Well, maybe I like not getting stuck on mobs and being bothered. I just don't want to get knocked back, okay? It's quality of life. Equality life for that specific person, but it doesn't mean that I'm going to play with them at the end of the day, and that's the mindset that I want to change. Like, if other people don't want to play with them too, well, they'll play with themselves, you know, and they won't really be playing a game like Funk is saying. Um, or they'll make that change and they'll play with other people. Like, uh, I have a person in my group who's notorious for multiboxing, and I don't let them play with additional characters, and I don't let them use any of those tools when they're doing the things that we do, and they are okay. Like, they don't, like, crash and, and fall or anything, but it seems like they actually enjoy that kind of gameplay. They really suck at turning when they get hit with a Tom Berry's moving in this game, though. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm not worried about that part of it, but, but what, what I'm saying is, though, is that they, they still seem to enjoy the game, even though they don't have full access to all these crazy tools. And I mean, sometimes it's baby steps. You have to wean people off of these things that they're used to doing because they're so used to like have everything play the game for them. And I, the reason I'm saying this isn't to like out a specific person. It's to show that people like this can still change their mindsets and still be able to enjoy the game also, you know, if, if something can reach them. So this isn't just for the people complaining, but this is also for the people who are, you know, getting bored because all they do is automation and maybe they can join groups and do things legitimately because it's also fun for some people. Like it goes both ways. So I think ultimately at the end of the day, it's kind of hard to justify due to how personal your feelings each individual person may have on the matter. It's hard to convince people that Hey, my way is the right way. Cheating's wrong. Don't do drugs, kids. You know, drugs can be wonderful. Uh, but <laughs> absolutely God. can. Can't be Nancy Reagan, okay? Uh, just say no, Fox. You know, I think ultimately my goal was to help make a case at the start of this for how it's damaging. And I still think it's damaging. I think the most damaging thing to the game are certain personalities that create these terrible mindsets but hopefully they keep getting banned um but you really can't do that you really can't you know you can't really state that my way of feeling is the best way i mean i can make try and make logical arguments to that it harms the community this and that and i would love to see the game that i have played for so long continue to thrive and to see the player base be better than they are, to empower them to have the ability to make informed decisions and to enjoy what they do and to reach a sort of nirvana on the game where you log on and the society that's been created by the people is almost utopian, where you don't have to worry about, you know, I don't know what to do. I have to pay people for things because I can't get anything done. You don't have that problem. People know what to do within certain regards or can find a group or can reach out to people and not feel so alone or turned off or lost or not knowing any, you know, all the number of things I could say there. I think it'd be very nice. And I think that it's certainly doable, but I think that all these tools and everything and these elitist mindsets get in the way of that sort of end result and goal there. So it's, you know, it's a lot more than just cheating or not cheating, which I think the episode will have to be changed from our working title of what the fuck is community to what the fuck is cheating. But 
ultimately, you have to think who you want to be. And when I log on this game, I want to be someone who's not making things worse. You don't have to make things better. You don't have to go out and do charity in this game and, oh, I got to go shepherd people through so they can you know, not feel... You, know, you don't have to do charity. Just don't make it worse. Don't encourage people to make multi-boxes constantly and not do things and, and to exclude people from those jobs because they don't have to share the drops as much because they have someone to cast frailty that follows them around they send commands to. Don't do those exclusionary, nonsensical douchebag things. But at the end of the day, you know, can't really make the case beyond that it's clearly wrong to me. So if I log on and make puns, does that make the game worse? No, it makes it. I like it. Cool. <laughs> I might get the auto bomb though. Well, shit. Well, I, I would deserve it though. What do you think, Funk? I do agree where you're coming from, as far as not making it worse. I just really wish that we were back to the days where you had to have everyone in your party a different person. You know, you always you have to gain, grow and experience things together and get better together instead of just bite your way through everything. It was less artificial that way. It just feels like people are disconnecting from each other and, and driving a wedge in the community based on their selfish choices. The, you know, just people are acting in an egoist mindset. I want this drop. I want this. Me, 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 me. And I'm not saying it is wrong to ever think in a narcissistic manner. You have to think about yourself. You can't just, you know, be a Buddhist monk and whatever, you know, but you, you have to think about yourself, but you have to, people need to really rein it in here and think about other people besides themselves. You know, when something drops and someone's going for it, I don't start changing the rules because I want to lot it. I don't, I don't do that when it's. Yeah, right. So you're saying we need DKP again? <laughs> no, DKP is ridiculous. But, you know, if, if something drops and I want to eventually do that, I don't take the item unless it's going to floor. And a lot of people jump at the item. We I know we deride them as loot whores, but that's part of a mindset. And that level of narcissism is common because people, you know, the problem we talk about, you know, the grind and everything you still have to go through. A lot of the grinders are moved from the game. And that was a great thing. But now it's, I think it's at to the point where it's like, Oh, they moved all the grind from the game. Home points now, so warping wherever I want in the map. Just warping to the basement with the cow is fine. You know, this and that. They they take it where, oh, the grind's being removed? Well, I don't want any grind then. And I, think, I say there's still a grind. It's just more accessible. Well, yeah, but I'm saying they don't want any grind. They want to warp wherever they want. They don't want to be held up by anything. They want to do everything. They want to be the guy. And I think the removing of grind has been great, but I think it's also somewhat cascaded into this mindset of quality of life and that's a bunch of bullshit is this quality of life argument that people have depends what your definition of quality of life is well for Point some, us. For some people it's having your full party and sending commands to them and automating them in certain ways and getting all your twitch viewers to pay you lots of money as you sit there and act like a complete you know Imagine, you know, you know, when you're sitting there at Christmas and there's, you know, I don't know if it's think of a movie or just anything and your grandma gives you socks for Christmas and you have to thank her like your parents go, go ahead, Timmy, thank grandma for the great gift. And, you know, no one fucking wants socks. I mean, maybe there's some awesome socks out there. I can't say that. But no one wants like random fruit of the loom fucking socks, just a pair of socks. And you have to be like, oh, thank you, grandma, for the socks. I really appreciate it. You know, that's what it's like to watch certain people get subscribers in this game. And yes, I, I'm touching on it, Fox. I'm just not going there, but I'm I'm there. I know. It's almost like you're demonstrating it. The basis level of self-control. Yes. Yes. 
I don't want to deride grandiose narcissism in a grandiose way. Oh, so boy. this is what edging is. Edgelord. Yeah, it's, it's edging. It's, this is Spicy's version of edging. Officially become the Absolutely. edgelord. But if the first thing people see is a certain prevalent community presence who keeps getting banned and hopefully fucking knocks it off and just gets a life. You know, if the first thing they see is that, it sets a tone. And that tone can be a very negative thing. And it is a negative thing in this case. And that is a problem as a whole. It's why it's upsetting. It's disappointing that people are that way. But that's a fact of life. Yeah, it's true. But uh, I don't know. I think we've made our, made our points on this. Yeah, things are kind of fizzling out, aren't they? With no outline. <laughs> with, with no outline, how will we ever end, guys? You know, it didn't go the way I hoped it would. I hoped it would have been a more of like a... I don't, I've never really watched many TED Talks, but <laughs> just an open thing where Fox and I weren't kind of talking with two people there that maybe said something. I was hoping it was more of an open-ended sort of exchange between people than more than it was. And it's because Fox and I have such good chemistry that we talk together so much. <laughs> yeah, right. we could uh, put this in our drafts and never upload it. No, but the way they call Oh, God. Okay, guys. It's like the Bard and the uh, BG episodes. Just, just do a retake. The lost episode. It's, put, it's like episode one and three. Don't put it on YouTube. Put it somewhere else. Yeah, don't worry about that. I got to make a, a note. I'll keep on a myself. paywall. I got to put an addendum on that first video. A paywall. Well, you just got to be gifted some subs and... Or we could just uh, make a new episode, you know, and uh, make this be the after hours. Oh, God. <laughs> no, I, I like what we've done here. Uh, in my head, as all things were, it went a lot better as I thought about it randomly through the course of the day. But as always, the rehearsal in your mind is never anything when you get up on the stage. So, I think I boils down to the uh, outline thing again, man. <laughs> Shut up. Should have had the outline, damn it. The outline. <laughs> I actually prefer it when we don't approach things with an outline. And, you know, I enjoy the, the conversation that we had. There's, there's things that get lost to that one, but this is not something that needed one yeah. and it's my fault because we're going to talk about something that i thought would not make a great episode and would not age well as, as fun as a thing on ultimate weapons can be unless it's lore funk did make an outline for lore and i would like to do that actually maybe we'll have to polish that up a bit but break up the the three uh three straight weeks of uh, mechanics episodes yeah we still have to do yeah. that support did, one did we make our point on why we think third party tools are bad okay I don't think we made a point on why third-party tools are bad. I think we made more of a point on the complexity the of the issue. People. Yeah, the complexity of the issue with the people's uh, the people who use them and their outlook on it, and, and like it, it's it's the people that makes the tool bad. It's not the tool itself that makes the tool. Bad. Well, no, there's, there's some tools, but some... obviously, it doesn't matter who the person is and go funk. There's some things that Square Enix doesn't care about, like they added tea, tea party to the game, they added timestamps to the game. They've added things that we never would have thought of, like the uh, status timers is amazing. Yeah, so obviously, yeah. they don't mind some things. Like they made a, the whole game a window or itself, a window itself, you know? Yeah, they agree on some quality of life improvements. And it's like, it's, but that gets perverted too. And they take that and go, see, Square Enix sees that certain window where things are good. So we're just doing things they haven't added. Essentially, that's not logic. Yeah, it is a slippery slope, I suppose. Yeah, it's the. It, we, we we illustrated the mindset and where the mindset set starts to become abusive to the, the topic at hand. Yeah, I used to use Clipper. And when they improved the movement speed in this game, I never used it again. I was on the list for buying FFXI app. FFXI app? Oh, the bot? That's, 
is a bot that you had to uh, all buy and you can time yourselves for claims and things wow. popped. Wow. Back in like 07. Or was it WizBot? WizBot was one of them. I thought it was NASA and Wiz. No, nah, we never got NASA. That was too expensive. <laughs> it's too I pricey. Was, My cheating is too pricey now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having a problem with Carrot because... Are we, is it a segment? I'm having a problem with Carrot. At the end. Because... We promised. <laughs> we promised it would never happen. I refuse to let you reach escape velocity. I'm having a problem right. with Carrot where I'm... It's it's going to be a talk, as I said earlier. It's going to be a talk because she uses those tools, pretty much everything I've complained about, and I've kind of stopped playing with her, and I don't... Certain things I'll look the other way on uh, more than I would because obviously I have bias that's that's clouding me here, but it becomes very tricky for me because everything we talk about in this episode applies to her, and she plays with a group of people who I also don't like and that's the group I'm not allowed to come to anymore because I said things based on game things only. It was not personal things. It was game things. And they couldn't take it because they're idiots and they didn't know what was going on. And they don't know what to play and it was wrong. So I'm not allowed back. But everything she's doing, she's playing with these people now, not me. And because these people have no problem with her cheating and because she doesn't care, she just wants to play the game. I have to look at everything we discussed and approach it with. I don't really want to play with her because of these things. I told her, I go, look, I don't want you banned at the very least. So can you not use React? I go, you don't fucking need React for Ambuscade. Stop it. Definitely not. Guys, this month, Ambuscade is super easy. You don't even need to deal with the warbles. Just silence it and just kill it. Yeah. And at the same part, I'm not going to tear up, you know, so we're talking about honeymoons. I'm not going to tear up a marriage over a fucking video game. But at the same time, it's, it's you know, it's very difficult. Thanks for actually keeping shit in perspective, though. Yeah, I mean, it kind of... some people can. You know, I, I, I'm... I Even that, I can be like, okay, that's a bridge too far. I'm not going to torch the most important person in my life because we see things differently over our leisure activity. I think it's disreputable, and I think you're really fucking shitty for doing it, but I still love you. <laughs> Enjoy your talk later. Yeah, yeah. I, I might just let her listen to this because sometimes I'll walk in the door. I'm like, is that my voice I hear? I'm like, oh, you're listening to me. That's that's a little fucking weird. Did we all basically agree on what is too far? I think we had different mindsets on that. I think we all put a hard stop on automation. That's for sure. I think, um, I think I, out of everyone, and what's funny is like I've been the, the staunch defender of these no cheating rules for years. Like I am the person who, who for a link shell, uh, specifically held to the rules completely steadfast where everyone else didn't. And uh, I'm actually the person who has the loosest definition among us of what cheating is because I'll, I'll use the dual wield tiers in, in Lua's. I don't have a problem with the dual wield tiers. Absolutely. I mean, I'll, I'll use oh, auto I echoes. I think buying the echo drops is half the problem. <laughs> actually, the auto echo thing just fucks you up. Like, I got rid of that for that reason. It does I honestly, I, I did use that a little while at first. But it's actually actively bad because sometimes you don't want to pop those because it'll interrupt you using like a job ability or something. Yeah, like auto echo is garbage. Stop I'm running through Badeau. Yeah, Badeau. Yeah, I stopped using it a while ago. You know, I have always been, you know, how far do I want to go and can I live with what I'm doing kind of thing. Like years ago, I started on Xbox. So this comes to my mind because of Puppet Master. When I get on Pup, I have those 75-era Xbox macros in my macro thing. I haven't played Pup in all these years, so I got in the job. I shared a couple of them with you guys on and and Discord, and it was like, holy shit. 
We're talking like EVA 1, EVA 2, TP1, TP2, and just having to hit all of these macros. I used to play that way, and I used to do things that way. I enjoy <laughs> not doing it that way, but if I had to do it that way, I would still do that and play the game that way. And I think a lot of people go, I can't do that. I mean, maybe they think they can and don't picture themselves doing it, but did we not all, if you've played this game long enough, start I at that do. point? Plus, yeah, I, I have... Uh... This is my last resort overdrive macro. Oh, God. Boost. Oh God. Boost. No. <laughs> Prying open my third I, eye. I, I would eye. play that way. Uh, I would be sad because I couldn't, like, log on to the game and then program for my character. You know, the whole fits like a glove thing. Like, that 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 part I would miss, but I would still play this game for the fundamental reasons that I play this game. It's, it's an interesting strategy. I'm such an obnoxious asshole that I had a macro that said suck my third eye. I hate you a lot. Uh, I didn't use it too often, but I did use it sometimes. Activate me tr my charcoals. I had for years, too. I might still have it. My macro, you had to make a stun macro for the next person, and it said stun JP only, then this person's next. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Oh, I remember those for ZNM. That was fun on Tiger and stuff. <laughs> but I actually refused to use window or light for many, many years. Not many years, but just for years, I refused to use window or light. And I was dark mode. I would go through the frustration of, well, I can't use the computer because I'm in the game. Where I would like use, I would still play an Xbox, but use the computer behind me or something. Um, but I eventually swallowed my pride. I'm like, I'm just using window or light just so I can minimize. I need to minimize. That's it. And for a while, I only used window or light until they got rid of it. I mean, I, I'm sure you can still use it. Maybe it's window or three, but you wouldn't need to because the game minimizes now. And here I am with automation and my gear swap. It's a very long slope there, Fox. Yeah, man. Like, if you even think about it, there's a lot more they added as well. Like, they added the whole two-window thing. They added movement speed. They increased all our movement speed 12%, you know? They've so given things... us more than we deserve. Yeah. But when is enough, you know? When, when do we decide that all the rules don't apply and it's just a matter of time before it's quality of life adjustment? Windower, you'll service me until I'm satisfied. Suck my third eye. Whoa. Where's window or five is a question. That's never happening. It's never happening for everything to everything to just implode. I don't want it to happen at this point. Why? Why bother? I'm sure there's very technical reasons in the coding and how flexible it is and programming new add-ons and everything. I'm sure there's, there's plenty of great reasons you could probably sell me on, but why? Why bother? People wouldn't change anyway just because they're so reliant on all the existing add-ons. Yes, the, those add-ons would be remade and some of them wouldn't work the same even if you did. So it's not going to... I don't want to... My Lua would have to change. I talked to them years ago, and like you would have to change the way your Lua is to work within Gear Swap in Windows or Five. And I said, "Well, fuck that then." It'd be like the PS4 and PS5, where we're all probably gonna stay on the PS4 with the same games. <laughs> I only got my PS4 because someone died. I never bought one. I inherited it from a dead person. That's dark. Oh, all right, man. <laughs> I wouldn't have bought it anyway, so it's like, oh, I guess I got a PS4 now. Got some. You creepy know. monument of a video game phylactery. Oh, I there. use it to. I use it to like. I mean, I don't really play too many games on it, but I definitely use it in bed to watch. You know, HBO Go and stuff. For now, but you know, Eric said that's dark. Dark's a German show. I, I think. I think there's a connection. I think we got to end this. Yeah, the sun is probably rising where Eric's is right now. Yeah, it's getting light outside. That's gross. I'm barely holding on. Okay. For your sake. So I think I think we're done. That, that was a good episode, maybe. I think the comments shall tell. So if you have an email to send with feedback or post it in our Discord feedback channel for episode feedback, there's a section 
where people just some people just make comments on things they hear in the show as they listen through it. So even when Funk is not writing an outline for an episode, he's writing an outline for a review. As he listens to it, he goes and makes comments like, yeah, everyone should have remedies and like makes it a bullet point. And says, oh, Spice said everyone should have remedies. And it's just like, he like puts it in his feedback. His feedback is an outline. This guy lives in outline. Everyone's a yeah. critic. <laughs> <laughs> well, if if the last mechanic episode is anything to show for on YouTube, I think the doubt the views are going down. So you need something different this day this month here. Uh, I mean, <laughs> right. I don't care about views. I like people watched us and we had a like I enjoy our little Discord community we have. I enjoy our little thing going on, but ultimately I'm not out to farm popularity. I don't know about you, Fox, but well, no, I mean, but I mean, you... I'd like to give what people ask for, and like people ask for mechanics. So I'm like, okay, fine, here you go. And I knew I was going to kill them with math. Well, you, you mentioned how you wanted more people to comment and see what the comments were. So I, there was just no comments. So I think it was time to switch things up. And I hope this is a little mix in the pot for something new, even yeah, though real. yeah, it's mostly you guys talking. But that's all right. I mean, I enjoyed the time. I mean, this did kind of tie into Hagane's. Um, as far as I know, he's an only Mexican listener and viewers so viva mexico um his thing he had said earlier before we even just before i even decided to impromptu change everything and we're gonna do it on this guys um was what he said here was maybe you can maybe that can be another topic for an episode the use of third-party tools and how much of and how much of that is too much so i guess we actually ended up doing the hagane episode here you know i guess we could read his whole comment while i'm at it here I hear people always use the same rumination, everyone uses windower, and I kind of chuckle, as you should, because they somehow believe that alone validates and improves its use. Then they act surprised when a ban occurs. Although there is a certain truth behind that statement, not everyone uses windower, the truth is it's still a violation of the terms of service and anyone can get banned for using it. Still, SE secretly allows it, uh, allows its use and it leaves it. It's so hard to read this in a narrow fucking window on Discord when you quote it. And of course, I clicked the wrong uh okay this is better i couldn't take it i had to stop um leads it to the community to self se still secretly allows it and leads it to the community to self-regulate and limit the use of third-party tools this is where it gets interesting because depending on who you ask each individual will say something along the lines of quote well i consider this add-on more like a quality of life improvement etc but what the other guy is using uh, crosses the line, end quote, or, quote, that guy who doesn't use Windower sucks, end quote. And I really have a problem with that because I don't use Windower, and I'm okay with people who use it. But there's always a moment where people who use it expects people who don't to perform at the same level, and I don't think that's right. The prevalence in use of third-party tools is creating an artificial level, and now the community expects everyone to be at that level. It's like if at any given team sport, most athletes use performance-enhancing drugs and then would get after those who didn't use them being subpar. If no one used Windower, we would all have a similar performance, well, that's not or at least fall within a range. In short, we would all suck, but that would be accepted level. Now, I'm okay with a sucker, I'm okay being a sucker for not using Windower, and I'm not doing anything wrong, or am I? And if I use any third-party tool, when is that above the line? I guess it means when it crosses it. It starts hurting other people in the game community. I hope that makes sense. Actually, no, that guy just could have done our whole episode there, that tidbit, and it would be, that's it, guys, that's a wrap, that we're done. Well, we definitely covered what he asked, I think. Yeah, and I think it's funny that reading that after the whole episode. <laughs> yeah, after, not before. 
I didn't Jeff read guys. that. I, I skimmed through that comment and read parts of it, and I never managed to read the whole thing. And then I sent it to you guys because I read the gist of it, and now I finally read the whole, you know, in between the lines there after the episode. It's just funny. Yeah, I think what he touched upon is something I mentioned earlier, how when everybody cheats and tries to peer pressure you into cheating as well, it just ruins everything for returnees or less experienced people anyway. I think the premise is take your own risk. If you get banned, don't bitch about it. And if you happen also, to be, yeah. you go funk. Let me say Fox. Too many Fs. F -f 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 -f. No, I'm just, I'm just agreeing with it as it comes in because it's. I meant yeah, your name sounds so similar. Funk and Fox. It's, they're too close. F for respect. He's got a better silhouette. <laughs> better outline. What were you saying? Fox works. No, I'm just agreeing. Um, I think they crossed the line. They crossed the outline. <laughs> See this this exact what that just happened was how I picture my mind. We can have a thing go Funk will say something, then Eric will say something, and then it'll be a pun and they'll do this. And I'm like, oh we're great. And then it's kinda like me talking too much as always. I'll just not talk as much. <laughs> if people didn't want to hear you, they wouldn't listen to the show. I think they come for Fox and his silky smooth jazz voice. He Actually is... that's that's not what the episodes reflect. <laughs> Well, with his awesome. Morgan Freeman voice reading that email, it was pretty nice. And then That's Fox. Last time we did a Morgan Freeman thing, even Carrot came over and said that was bad. Don't ever do it again. <laughs> Funkworks is the Satchmo of the Discord. Satchmo was a friend of mine back in 75. No, I meant the... There was a player in game named Satchmo, I'm sure, but I meant... Yes. All right, guys. I've... As long as we get a nice boner jam intro, we'll be good. Yeah, I haven't heard anything back from that guy. Maybe I should send a follow-up email now. I actually completely forgot about it until you said something now. Just or, do the thing with your mouth. Yay. Or what could be even better, this is going to be the last thing here. Since I said Fox is the Satchmo, we could just record a horrible, 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 purposely cringe intro like, I've seen lots of mechanics. People with misconceived, preconceived notions, you know, just something stupid like that. And just, and that, we'll just play that every I, time. I accept a, a tasteful medley of my Discord notifications going off and those birds. Oh, God. The birds are coming out tonight. Use that oh, man. The birds are coming out tonight. I thought the episodes were the bad intro to the after hours. <laughs> <laughs> you nailed it, dude. Two hours of intro. Well, we're just respecting our listeners' time. <laughs> you couldn't even right. say that with a straight face. I couldn't. I really couldn't. You pan to each of us, pan over to Eric's, and he's just like this corpse in a chair, just like shackled there. He can't leave. The puppet can't cast rays. All right, guys. It was cool talking to all of you. Yeah. Okay. So I guess give your see ya, yeah. Funk. Funk. Oh, my God. If I miss you two up any more tonight than I already have. Fox, but give the your four-way dynamic. It just we didn't have. No, it's me constantly out. being fucking pre-dementia. I mean, it saying, worked and saying funk instead of fox. The funk danger. <laughs> the funk danger. Sounds like got my new mule. <laughs> and I can funk danger works. The there we go. You That's my mule. You can't stop the funk. You gotta have the funk. The funk danger. Okay, see you guys later. <laughs>